We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! Welcome to the Mouthpiece, our special episode number 100. Today we're going to have a special guest, Ite, who just won the mixed game at the win yesterday. Plus, we're going to talk about my pick of the week. We're going to talk about the Twitter files. We're going to talk about Fox, NFL, sports, whatever else. My poker, terrible week. The mouthpiece is next. Yo, what up, what up? How's it going, everybody? We're going to give away 1% to my main event at the World Poker Tour on bullet number one on Monday. So um, when the calling segment comes up, we're going to be taking some phone calls. And uh, one lucky guest is going to win 1%, which is worth 20000 if I win it. So um, stay tuned for calling segments. How's everybody doing? Very interesting week for me. Um, very very bad week for me as I lost a lot of money playing poker. Uh, it was due to happen. Uh, you've heard me brag all year how good things have been. And even I knew that I was running very, very good. I didn't play my best. Um, and I, uh, just everything kind of went wrong. Um, didn't play my best, gambled a little bit too much. Uh, in the mixed games, I played pretty decent. I just ran like shit over at the win two days ago, lost 15 there, lost 28 playing in my game. So, uh, you know, down like 43 for the week. Uh, bet a couple of sports games for a thousand each. Lost two of those. Uh, I had the Raiders minus five and a half, and I had the Lakers plus five yesterday. Those were uh, those were two wonderful losses. So uh, overall, um, it's just been a bad week. But guess what? When things go bad, it makes you hungry. And uh, with the World Poker Tour Championship on Monday, uh, I'm uh, hungry. And I've got my sleep schedule perfect. Uh, going to bed around midnight, 1 o'clock. Uh, I went to bed at 1. I woke up at like 11 today. Uh, so I'm really ready to be rested and uh, hopefully have a big week uh, at the win. I uh, got my scooter. I'll be blog. I'll be vlogging uh, all the tournaments I play. I'll be blogging my live sessions. Um, like I said, I was there uh, two days ago. I took yesterday off, and I had the podcast today. Um, I wanted to go down and play today, but I uh, I need to do this. We have NFL football tomorrow. Uh, I might go down and play live at uh, one tomorrow. And um, and then uh, watch football there. So uh, and I have to go down there anyways to sign up. So uh, interesting week. Uh, we could talk about uh, Phil Hummuth, uh losing his 1.6 million match to Jason Kuhn. 
He didn't play his best. He ran really bad. Um, he doesn't feel he played that bad. He told me he, there's one hand he wanted back. Um, but uh, I haven't really watched it. I only watched the last 20 minutes. I watched Jason win every hand. So I'm not really no. I really can't go over it. You guys could call in and tell me what you guys think. And um, uh, that's going on with there. Uh, in the crazy world of politics, um, we had uh, the um, Brittany Griner coming home, traded for a um, a uh, an arms dealer terrorist. That's a real good trade by the Biden administration. I'm glad she's home, but. As you know, the left, they what they will do for identity politics is uh, they'll do anything. So uh, it doesn't shock me. But uh, people that are against her coming home, I'm against because they want to say, oh, well, it serves her right. Having pot in a foreign country and uh, she doesn't stand for the national anthem. And so what? She's still an American. And, you know, she didn't deserve nine years in prison for a vape cartridge. So people who think like that are aren't very kind and they're not very loving and uh did we pay a price for it yes and uh was it done for political gain yes but uh and did they leave the marine behind that served 15 years in the military yes so you know uh take it the way you want it is the way it is uh as far as the twitter files um I mean, people want to just rip on Elon Musk, like, oh, he's a right-winger now. No, he's just exposing how they stole the 2020 election and the way they did it through social media, which is what I was saying. Everybody was saying mass, oh, mass mail-in ballot frauds, and I was like, a mass fraud, and I kept saying, no, no, no. Where, the, where, 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 they, where they did it was through social media and suppression of conservative voices and and kicking people off social media with a view opposite of them uh and that's where it was done so uh it's now been proven that this is what happened and uh, for people to want to compare this to the 26 or the 16 uh russian bots that retweeted in 2016 i mean just Get educated and understand what's going on. I told you all in 2016 I was being shadow banned. I told you all I've been being shadow banned and suppressed for a while. Um, they have, they know people who have a certain amount of followers, over 100,000 followers, and they make sure that those voices don't get amplified. And um, what they basically did is they turned Twitter into an arm. Uh, uh, activist arm for the Democrat Party, and now they have been caught. And you could thank Elon Musk for spending forty-four billion dollars and exposing it. And um, I mean, uh, people should be for free speech. People on no matter what side of the aisle you're on, you should be very happy that uh, that this was exposed. And uh, if it was on the other side of the aisle, where people on the left was being suppressed, I'd be just as pissed off because this isn't, uh, uh, you know, this, this, this isn't just like, I mean, this is big stuff. I mean, you, you just can't, can't let this stuff happen in a, 
in a country like this. So, anyways, I don't really want to talk politics. Big week in in poker. Big week in football coming up. Uh, my uh, my pick of the week's now ten and two, and I cannot win any other game but my pick of the week for some reason. Uh, this week's pick of the week uh, is the uh, Detroit Lions minus two and a half at home um, over the Vikings. Uh, when the you know they've won four out of five, uh, when it's a revenge game, they had them beat pretty good earlier in the year and somehow gave the game away. You know when uh, when Vegas makes a five and seven team two and a half favorite over a ten and two team. Yeah, no, there's usually a reason. So uh, I'm always the type of person that likes to go with uh, with um, the lines that don't look right, and that's one of them. Uh, you know, I was leaning uh, a lot towards the Jets as my number one pick, but they have a flu bug going around. Uh, it is a revenge game for the Buffalo, and one of their, their top offensive linemen is out. So... Um, yeah, my Broncos pick was money last week, um, but uh, it's uh, I'm going with Detroit as my pick of the week because of the line. I, I was leading a lot towards the Jets. I, I pulled away from it because of the three things I just said, so I'm not even on the Jets. Um, our picks this week pretty much in the contest are Pittsburgh two and a half, um, they're in the playoff race. Uh, they are able to beat Baltimore, and they're playing pretty darn good right now. They'll be like like a half game out of the playoff spot, kind of where the Raiders should have been. We could talk about that disaster that happened on uh, Thursday. What a joke. The Raiders are an absolute fucking abomination of a fucking sports team. And I've never been a Raider fan. You know, but and once they moved to Vegas, I I kind of, you know, became a little bit uh, more of a, of a, you know, of a Vegas, uh, a Vegas fan. So, um, but now, give me a break. They fucking suck. I mean, I don't even believe what I witnessed on Thursday night. That's an embarrassment. That is just an absolutely abomination of an embarrassment. Uh, of a loss I just can't even believe uh, to let them go 98 yards with a minute and 30 with Baker Mayfield with no timeouts uh, the two personal fouls and a pass interference to give them a shot to throw somehow they line up give the receivers one on one down the side I mean he throws a perfect pass but how do you, how do you just one on one I don't even I don't even understand the defense there. I don't even I don't even understand what I witnessed, to be honest with you. So uh pretty pretty crazy shit uh Thursday night like in the in the Raider game. Anyways, what we're gonna do is uh I have a friend, a really great poker player, her name is Ite. And um she won the eight game mix yesterday at the win. And we are going to call her on, and we're going to have a little interview with her. And then we're going to take live call-ins, and we're going to give away 1% to the main event on Monday. We're celebrating our 100th show, 
And um, we're going to give Ite a call right now. So uh, let's see what she has to say. Hello? Ite! What's up, baby? You're on live on Hi. the mouthpiece. How are you? Oh, I'm live? Oh, my gosh. I'm walking around. Can, I'm walking into the. Uh, I'm going to my room right now. Well, well I might lose you in the elevator. Well, if you do, we'll uh, we'll have to call you back. Congratulations! Uh, what's up? Congratulations Is on it your loud? win! Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, I we knew it, I knew it was coming. I mean, I mean, how many of these fucking <laughs> tournaments can you just be the best player and uh, never win? Right? Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of good players, but. Yeah. Yeah. You know how it is. You just have to like run pretty well. Yeah. Well, you know, we've we've sweated a lot of tournaments together. We've been deep in a lot we of sure tournaments. Have. And um we kept getting we keep getting screwed over, you know, late in the tournament. And for yeah. for all you people that follow me and you follow me on the YouTube channel, Ite is the wonderful woman that was driving the cart that had nineteen people on <laughs> three years ago at the World Series. The highest viewed, it is the highest viewed video we've ever had, by the way. Not, well, of your vlogs. Of our vlogs. Highest viewed vlogs ever. When your guys and your drunk asses were, uh, were driving around on my uh, scooter. Oh. So, oh, yeah. Uh, did I lose you? No, we got you. We got you. Oh, okay. I lost you for a minute. Okay. I'm, yeah. I, I just got up to my room. Yeah. So, so we're just telling everybody that's listening, like if they don't know who you are, uh, I said that you were driving my cart that had 19 people on it three years ago at the World Series, yeah. and uh, we had the yeah, hi- that, that was, was fun. Yeah, and that was the highest rated vlog we've ever had, by the way. So, oh my god, that's hilarious! Uh, so, like, uh, that's just how we are, though. We just have a good time, you know. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, tell how long you've been playing. Tell everybody how long you've been playing poker for. Um. How long have I been playing poker for? I have been playing on and off for, uh, I want to say since like 2007. Wow, 15 years. There you go. Yeah, but, uh, you know, I took like, I took a long time off because, you know, I had my kid. Yeah. And for the first five years of her life, I didn't really play that much. And then I kind of started back up in like 2015. So, right. I don't know, on and off for like 10, 15 years. It, you've won some. You've won other tournaments before, haven't you? Or this is the first major one you've yeah, won, right? Yeah, I won a couple. I actually, uh, I've had a pretty decent year. I mean, I don't play a ton of tournaments, so Mm-mm. when you're I like, play, you're like me, we're, we're, not... we play in these juicy ass cash games, and uh, it's tough. Yeah, to pl- yeah. it's, it's tough to play tournaments when we're playing these mixed games with a bunch of retards. So, um, you know, yeah, uh, exactly. And so, uh, uh, yeah, so like I, but you know, I'll play like, obviously I'll play the world series and tournaments where they offer like pretty decent, like mixed game options. Right. Um, even, even if they just have PLO and stuff like that. So, right. uh, so when I play, you know, I play, um, but I don't have a ton, I don't have like, you know, a long and it's fine. I'm fine with it, but I don't have like a super long resume, I guess. But, uh, I think I have pretty, I have decent results for like how, for the volume of tournaments that I play a year. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's like, so, you but, know, you're, you're like me. I, 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 everybody thinks I'm a tournament player, but I play the World Series and that's it. You know, um, the yeah, w, this exactly. WPT thing that came together 
and them having some mixed game tournaments and a lot of people in town. Uh, even they're, uh, they're shocked how many people are in town. Uh, what do you think? It's going to be yeah. a heck of a tournament, right? This uh, main event. Yeah, uh, I think it's going to have an unbelievable turnout. Um, but that is a product of like how well they are running everything, even from starting, you know, a couple months ago, leading up to it. Right. So you know, you got to get you got to get props out to that. Like they're they're just doing like a lot of really good things as far as like even you know the giveaway the giveaways with a ton of seats. Yeah. Um, you know, tons of satellites, good like good value satellites where you can like these new milestone satellites where you just have to get like, you know, to a certain uh, stack size and you want to see like, those are just incredible things. And um, they're just doing a lot of the right things. And so they're going to, ha- they're going to blow it out of the water and hopefully, you know, a lot more good things will come from, yeah. from well, this with, with the win, with the win and the WPT. Well, what people don't understand and a lot of people <laughs> in the new age don't understand is the WPT was built when we were all, you know, started off 25 of us, 50 of us. But then it got built through the casinos running satellites around the clock. And, I mean, for a year right. straight. And, like, there we would show up at tournaments with 500 players for 10Ks, uh, 100 pros, and 400 satellite winners, right? Well, now we know we have a right. lot more pros. We have, like, 500 pros. But now they've already had 575 satellite seats been satellited in for this and that's as of two days ago so um yeah this is is incredible that is incredible absolutely incredible and this is the way it was meant to be the the world poker tours now the good thing about that i see and i I think you'll agree is adding more mixed game to the events and running big events um i'm really thinking that when the World Series of Poker sees this December event be as big as it is, they might do what. Mm-hmm. See, back in the day, the World Series would run the World Series in April, May, and then they'd run what's called the Hall of Fame tournament in December. And uh, they still have the rights to the Hall of Fame, and they've been talking about bringing back the Hall of Fame tournament. And I'm thinking when with the success of this WPT tournament, that they might run like a Hall of Fame tournament, uh, uh, you know, maybe November or even in February now. But uh, this is a, looking like a really big success. And and you know how the World Series, they, they won't pass on any chance to make money. So I think this will be a, right. a big stepping stone towards bringing back the Hall of Fame tournament. And uh, everybody I've talked to said the uh, uh, all the guarantees, they've, they've passed them on every single tournament including like three X and almost every one of them. So, you know, that's always a good yeah. thing. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, what are, the, 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 go ahead. What are, you, what are your plans here going forward here for the next week? Playing tournaments, playing cash? What do you plan to do? Uh, well, I, um, I mean, on this trip, like this is to me is like the, like halfway, you know, point of playing tournaments until the world series, especially since they did offer like, this 3k mix some you know 1k um uh mixed game tournaments too so like i came here to play tournaments mm-hmm. i'm kind of in like tournament mode you know mm-hmm. i literally was like i'm gonna come play the 3k mix try to satellite into the main event <laughs> you know because it's one bullet three days that's you know so i was hyper focused on 
um, playing all the mixed events, basically. And then I was going to play some satellites, um, you know, if I busted early or whatever. And, yeah, that's it. I mean, I'm going to play – there's a 1K horse on Monday, which is also day one of the 10K. So I will skip day one of the 10K to play the horse, and then I'll play um, – I'll have two uh, – to play the, the main. Yeah, and, I, and I'm and i doing the opposite. I'm playing day one of the WPT because I want to play the 1100 Omaha 8 on Tuesday and Wednesday. So, right. So I, I think the Omaha 8 is a bigger value to me than the horse, even though well, they're both good, but you know, you know, I just think. That yeah, I mean, you might you might be right. I think that um, I didn't even really consider that. I guess like you could get if you bag Monday um, then you can, then you have Tuesday, Wednesday to play those mix. I didn't really think about it like yeah. that. So maybe I will do that. I yeah. think Monday is going to be I like mean, the biggest day for sure. Esther, Esther, listen, you're, you're like, I put you at the top echelon in Omaha eight. I mean, you're right up there in the, <laughs> in the split games, you know, I think uh, you play the split games. Thank really you. Good. I mean, I, I think that we're all like have played poker long enough to know that when, you know, when people talk about like how good or bad somebody is, mm-hmm. especially in these limit games and high low games, like, there's really no like caliber, like, you know, like it's, you, you should never think like, I should never be thinking like, I'm like one of the best players of Omaha high low, you know what I mean? Because I should always be looking at ways to like get better. Yeah. There. No, I, you know what I mean? There's really no, no, you're, you're a hundred percent right. And, and see, I tell people that all the time and I tell little shit that all the time, you know, we always, you know, we always make fun of little (laughs) shit. And I always say to him, yeah. I'm like, you know, there's a reason why you have all the chips with three tables to go and you and you never make even a final table. And, oh, ah, they're all luck. No, they're not all luck. He doesn't understand the adjustment you need to make from three tables to one table to winning. And, um, and, and you know, shit to little – he's a good player. He's a great player, you know. I don't want to say well, – Yeah, say I that. mean, shit's a cash game player and right. his job is to talk shit to all of us, right, right. tournament players. But, like – there's the thing about tournaments and you know, you, you, every, every year that I play tournaments, I 1000% with no questions asked have learned, I have learned something new every year. So like there's a lot of tournament players that they go play, like even just a basic tournament, right? Mm-hmm. They go play and they have like a one track mind kind of, they, they go to play a tournament, a one stage tournament, right? What, yeah. what I've realized over the years is like, I go to play a lot of different tournaments in one tournament, if that makes sense. So like your early stages of like a stud high, low tournament. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm playing one tournament in the early stages, level one through 10, Mm -hmm. whatever. And then level 10 through 20, I'm playing a different tournament. Of course. Like it's really hard for people to grasp that concept of like, there's so many, uh, there, like you said, there's so many adjustments throughout the entire navigating the entire tournament and that's where people in my opinion make big mistakes is they don't make those adjustments yeah they don't they don't and and see so and 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 when you say something like that i'll 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 go out on the limb and say like i'm not a top top plo player right so i bought i late reds the plo with like 40 big blinds right 40 40 50 big blinds because now we've changed um, the uh, section of the tournament, right? So right, where right, the people exactly. are really good playing deep stack and building a stack, right? 
because of the late reds, I'm able to come in with 40 big blinds where the the way of the the tournament now changes, which fits kind of into my skill set. And then I'm able to adjust from that 40 big blinds all the way through to the rest of the tournament because I understand how the tournament and the value of chips are from there on. Um, That's why... Uh, when you you know I was talking to Jared Blesnick, you know he made such a great point. Like last year, uh, or November of 20, when we ran it in November because of COVID, and he's like, "Do you think Mike Matasso and Phil Helmuth and Daniel are good PLO players? Hell no." He goes, "They're there because they understand tournament poker and they understand the stages right. of tournament poker." And so you watch all these PLO superstars with two tables to go. And they're all out, and you see the top tournament players that are still in, and there's a reason for right. that, and that's because they don't they don't understand the value of the chips and the value of mm-hmm. you know they think they they're so good at PLO oh I can just play all these hands and and it, it, it and they just bury themselves so uh, you know yeah. it's the same with yeah. the stud high low you know if you start you know you start off at the beginning of a stud high low tournament you know you could play a lot of hands you could play it like a cash game. Right, but you're also going to mm-hmm. could get knocked. Yeah. You could also get knocked out quick, you know. But if you come back, you come, you sit down with twenty big bets, you know. You're sitting there anteing off with the small annies, and uh, I don't want to give our our strategies away, but but uh, yeah, exactly yeah. exactly what you just said. So, um, in in the no limit hold'em now, because I become really good at no limit hold'em again, I could play all the stages where. Um, and again, I don't want to knock anybody, but you know, there's a reason why Phil comes in late regs every no limit tournament now with like 20, 25, big, big blinds, because he's really comfortable at playing 30 big blind poker in no limit hold'em. And, right. uh, and a lot of people are, but you also good at no limit hold'em. <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, okay. yes, it, it, you know, you hit it right on the nose, Esther. It's, um, it's all yeah. about t- different stages. Um, and knowing how to close and, and listen, I'll be the first to admit where have I, why have I not won one in eight years? Well, since my injury, when I get to day threes, um, my body's hurting and, uh, I have to fight and fight and fight. And I, yeah, I've ran bad, you know, I, I mean, but I'm not going to deny that, but I also know that I've made like one mistake. Okay. And that one mistake in a limit tournament it costs you like four big blinds. That's the difference between four big bets. I mean, that's the difference between winning and losing. So, um, yep. you know, that's just, that's just it. You know, I could sit there and make excuses all I want, but I know that because of my injury that it's very hard for me to close on these day threes. So, and then even in the main event, I've been a day three, four or four, five and six, the last three years. And, and again, I've made mistakes and, and a lot of it had to do with my body, but, uh, you know, no excuses. You hit it like, like you just said, you got to learn and learn and learn and, and see what you're doing wrong and, and try and get better. And, uh, that's what I try yeah. and do. And it's, uh, it's really a great, uh, really great way to think, you know, I'm really proud of you winning this tournament. I mean, it must've been fun. Wow. Thank you. It was a lot of fun. And, you know, we, uh, you know, we get down to the final couple tables, the final tables, and, you know, it's all the same faces. And, uh, you know, we're all just, we're just playing, we're battling. And it's it's basically what you said, like, 
most, you know, every there's a lot of really good mixed game players, mixed game tournament players, I should yeah. say, out there, right? And mm-hmm. like, what it's exactly what you said. It's literally, basically, yes, you have to have variance on your side. You have to run well, but it's also like, who is going to make the least amount of mistakes, right? Like mm-hmm. even yesterday at the final table, I openly said I was like, damn, like I made two mistakes today, and I, I really like kind of. And they weren't even that big of mistakes. It's like a mistake that nobody, like a lot of players wouldn't even think about or see or whatever, but I knew, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like who, it's like, did, who out of, you know, these seven players at the final table is going to run decent and who's going to make the least amount of mistakes? And now, a lot of that is like, you know, just, you know, I not, saw, making, I saw not, br- not wasting, but. Who, who were the seven worlds at the final table? I saw it was you and Brian Hastings. Who else was left? Uh, Don Turner was there, okay. Pearl Jammer. Okay. Um, uh, Ryan Hughes, Ryan Lang, um, E.K., uh, this kid on my left, he told me, Aaron, Co- Aaron Cupin. Okay, yeah, I've heard of him. Uh, uh, kind, of a, kind of a new face to mix, yeah. but he plays very well, and you can tell that he, like, is very, like, he's working very hard to learn the games, which I can appreciate, right. and he's he's actually a really good kid. He, right. And so he's, He's more of like a newer face in mix. And then there was um, Hastings, Turner. Who, oh, um, who did I go heads up with? Hello, Glazer. <laughs> oh, you play Benny and head up? Right. I played Benny heads up and we had an all out, all out raw battle. Wow. We, we played heads up with 10 bets each basically was the average for four hours. Well, that's all unbelievable. And he he's really aggressive was, too. Now with ten big bets that he played, did he he must have slowed down then, right? He must have played real slow. So, yeah, I mean, you have to, I, right? I actually don't. I don't play that many eight game mix. Like you know, I play a lot of horse, but right. there's not that many eight game mix mix tournaments that I'm playing. And so that was another thing, like. When I went, when when I went, when we went heads up, I knew that I was going to have to make some crazy adjustments that you like, you know, just make these adjustments that you would never, you would never consider playing a hand that way or doing that mm-hmm. in a full ring, you know, whatever eight game regular tournament. But heads up, I, and listen, I've been playing with Benny for a long time, mm-hmm. and um, he's a great player. You, you know, you start to you start. He is very good you start to like learn you you learn if you're a good player you're going to learn their like betting patterns their betting styles yeah. and you're also going to learn what their like temperature is in like each game right so like i would say benny is like hyper aggressive in like limit holdem yep. um omaha, omaha eight high too high low because yep. omaha high low because he's so versed in the game like he mm-hmm. just He'll never miss a bet. He knows exactly where his hand's at. Yeah. Um, you know, like stud, um, Raz. And then I would say that his temperature plane kind of comes down a little bit. He dials it back in like PLO yeah. and no limit. And yeah. and those, you know, the big bet games. Um, yeah, that's that's exactly so, yeah, my like, read on. That's exactly the way I, I read uh, Benny as a player, too. And uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but we, we legit, I mean, you know, I haven't played that many times heads up, um, but he, and he's actually a very versed heads up player, obviously, with Nick yeah. specifically. So um, I knew it was going to be difficult. Um, we made, like, 
the the pay jump from um, I'm going to be honest, the pay jump from second to first was very very wide. Yeah, I know. Wasn't it fifty uh, to hundred? So, was it fifty to hundred? It was like sixty four to like it was sixty four to one hundred eight. So right. like um, I offered, we were like even in stacks, and I pretty much just brought up, hey, do you want to just like narrow the the payouts a little bit? Um, you know, still play for something because we were, mm-hmm. I knew we were going to battle, right? Mm-hmm. So I, we still wanted to play for something and the trophy. So we just evened it out to like, you know, first is 100K and then, it, you know, 74 or whatever to um, second. And what that does also is that, you know, relieves a tiny bit of the ICM pressure, right? right. So you can like now like, you know, be a little more um, like, less concerned with that i guess you yeah, know yeah, what i'm yeah. saying yeah, yeah. and you can just play poker yeah so that's what we did and um it was totally fair and and we that it was truly an all-out battle i mean we just kept going back and forth back and forth and it you know you know how it is like we got to like like 100 200k with 4 million in play yeah. and it's basically kind of like you know, but who's people gonna, are like, run pretty decent. People ask and, like that. For people in the chat, they like, oh, you played for four hours, 10 big bets each. What they don't understand is 10 big bets in limit is so many. OK, um, they, they, they're so most people who watch the show are probably like no limit players. But like, uh, yeah, try and explain to them a little bit like uh, 10 big bets and how. Very few hands really go to the end. Uh, can you explain that to, uh, to the people that are listening? Yeah, I will. I, I, and, and honestly, I think that's the, one of the biggest mistakes people make is that they way undervalue like their their stack their stacks and like you were saying before their chips and their stack size and what what we like to say as like big blinds. Mm-hmm. So like people think like ten big bets, ten big blinds. Oh, I'm sure. And that's where we see a lot of people just like kind of give give up, right? right? In these mixed games, well, half the games are just anti games, right? right? So your your big blind quote unquote is like one tenth of what a blind would be. So there mm-hmm. you get ten more hands, right? And right. also in those games you pick up the the antis and the bring-ins a lot so that like cushions your stack a lot of times right and that's just one that's just one of the things about learning how to play these mixed games is like what games do you wait for when you're short what games are you more aggressive when you're short what Mm -hmm. games are you more aggressive when you're deep like you know with your stack sizes and whatever and um you you absolutely have to think of that level i went into day two with the blinds were eight sixteen k and I had ninety six k, so I went into day two with six big bets. Yeah, and you that's know my, like, that's my that's my by the way that's people, my average stack. So uh, I'm, I, yeah, I get yeah, it. and like when I'm texting people, oh, I, I have six big bets or whatever, or you know, like actually everybody knows. Like if you ask me how many chips I have in a limit tournament, like I'm literally going to tell you basically to like fuck off, like. <laughs> Uh, like because yeah. like for me like it, for me like the chips count in limit tournaments like literally do not matter. No. They they just don't matter. Like, they don't. I mean, when I won the matter, when I won the stud eight or better in 2013, uh, we're playing five and ten thousand, and I had eight thousand chips left. I didn't even have a big bet, you know. And yeah. uh, 
And then uh, I had five big bets, and the other guy had 25. And um, in less than five minutes, uh, I had the chip lead. So uh, a big chip lead. So, yeah. And uh, when he was down to like uh, three big bets, it took me 20 minutes to finish him off those three big bets in stud high low because you just, with the ante so small, you just don't want to make a mistake, you know. Uh, you don't right. want to let him off the hook. And uh, when he had me down yeah. to like four, four and a half big bets, uh, he made the catastrophic mistake. When I he raised with a 10, I defended with a deuce. And I hit a three, and he check called, and then I hit like a four. And uh, he's never supposed to give me a big bet. He's supposed to just give it up right there. And instead, I ended up making uh, uh, like two pair and a low, and I doubled up there. And the next hand, I made uh, six low and a, and a flush, or a one, two, three, four, six, and a flush. And he made a deuce, three, four, five, six. And I just buried him in the hand, and then he was crippled. So... But yeah. if he would have never doubled me up with those tens when I hit three and a four, right, um, he right. would have he wouldn't have been able to get crunched the next hand. And so when right. I have now all of a sudden I got ten big bets and get and got oh every one of them because I got the check raise in on five and six, right. And so yeah, th- that's the difference. See, and people don't understand that uh, in limit you don't have to you know, rush to finish people off, especially in the split games. You definitely don't want to rush to finish people off. Um, yeah. You know, and no limit, you know, a little bit different. If they're down to uh, four big bets in limit, which is eight, you know, what's that? That would be uh, uh, that would be eight big blinds in uh, or 16 big blinds in the no limit, right? So, yeah, um, yeah. you know, you could put a little bit more pressure in the no limits. And uh, also when you're short, and he gets a no limit, you know, you can, you can move in a lot, you know, and pick up those. Now the blinds and annies are worth a lot of bets. So like you said, you know, yeah, making the exactly. adjustments, making the adjustments to the games when you're short and knowing how to play each game when you're short is something you have to learn with experience. So, man, I'm so happy for you, Ite. I really am. You're yeah, one. I mean, there's. Uh, thank you. you. You know, there's times in the like late in the tournament where it's like you have a hand in stud or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. that in a cash game, you would literally never, ever fold. Right? right. But like it's like you said, it's like the value of like giving that bet to a good player. And like now this good now you're transferring three big bets over to a good player mm-hmm. in a tournament that, that the value of that is like enormous. And yeah. so. If I if I have like you know tens and set high low and I know you're completely free rolling and I you know I'm putting all these big bets in just to maybe get some back it's like I'm I'm just like in a cash game maybe I wouldn't fold but that's the difference well that's like and, and, the value and, of giving those, you those bets and it was Matthew Ashton that did it and who's one of the best mixed game players in the world and. Uh, you know, for somebody as good as Matthew to make that mistake, it was a little bit shocking to me. Um, but to go, you know, to, to kind of like say what, what you're saying, you know, uh, like hands you would play in a tournament that you wouldn't, inst- like, like, okay, uh, the ace raises in stud, right, in a steel position in yeah. tournament, the 10 flats, right, you know, and now right. you're, you're the bring in with split sevens and a king, but you just fold because it's a tournament or a cash. 
you're if you're if your hands are live, you're always going to call, and you just that, that that's what you're kind of mean. That's what you, what you mean by hands you play in a tournament that you wouldn't in, in cash. I mean, you would in tournament, correct? Oh yeah, 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 exactly. B because if you defend the king, you know the the split sevens with the king, then. The, like that's okay, I right. guess, relatively. But well, like, you're, I'm talking about if you're like, short. You I mean, if like, you have if you have chips, yeah, you. No, could that's call. what I'm saying. Right. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like you, you literally have to think. Okay, now fifth, sixth, and seventh are like, the, you know, like it, am I really gonna like kind of go with this hand or not? And you decide, no, I'm not gonna go with that hand. I want to save these four bets for like a hand that, like, you know gives right. me the ability to, well, to win. And it also when you have like five big bets, if you fold there and now all of a sudden the next the next hand up, you you pick up the ace as the up card and uh and everybody else has babies and stud. I mean now you pick up the Annies, now you've picked up two big bets, you know. And people don't yeah, exactly it, yeah. and, that, and, and, and yeah. those big bets are just so important. Staying alive and surviving everything. Yeah. So Yeah, um, and that's always been my that's always been my motto in tournaments is like, you know, it's just like that's always been our motto. It's yeah. like just fight, fight yep. until they until you can't anymore, you know? Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And and you know, um, stay alive long enough to give yourself a chance to get lucky. That's always been the motto of tournament poker. Uh, it's kind of one of the reasons why I got, I'm really against the Mac, the late reds and people buying in day twos with two thirds of the field out with seven big bets and limit because seven big bets and limit is like an average stack at the final table. So, you know, and anytime, right. you, could, you know, I, I think like if you're not, especially like if you're not that good of a mixed game player, you know, the, I think the late reds is kind of the way to go, but. You know, there's different, it just depends right. what game, you know, like I'm never late regging a stud eight or an 08 tournament, but I'll late yeah. reg, I'll, I'll, I'll late reg all, a lot of other tournaments, you know, I think, I think uh yeah. triple draw is a good late reg tournament. Um, I think uh, there's a lot of good late reg tournaments, you know, but. You yeah. Know, just, your, your higher variance games are for sure yeah. way more, you know. Yeah profitable to do that agree agree 100 um, yeah i i i think in mix and limit you have to you should be playing from the beginning a lot yeah um no i agree you know and i think in no limit i think in no limit if uh there's a lot to a lot of the small buy-in to, to max late reg because do you really want to kill yourself all day you know or just jump in with 20 bigs and see if you just double double and now all of a sudden you played two hours and they played 10 you know it's a big difference man. Right. especially when you get older like us you know? <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> you get, you get, well, like me exactly. at least and listen like the last thing i'll say is um you know 15 minutes left in day one the field started with 131 we we're down to like 25 and like right. we knew we were going in the next day because only 15 were getting paid and Whatever. So we had 15 minutes left and I had lost two big like deuce pots. So like really right. high variance, you know, like you're going to lose like a lot of bets. Right. So I was down to half of a starting stack 15 minutes before the end of day one, which was 15 level. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so 15 level, the 15th level, I had half of one starting stack and like got moved. The, I, they broke a table and I like doubled and then I doubled and went in with six. Um, with six bets right. going into day two. So, like, that's how quickly 
if you just like if you just like give yourself a chance, then something good can happen. Dan like, Zach, good can always Dan happen. Zach won the 08 and Stud Eight last year. The Stud Eight he had a half a bet, not once but twice. So, yeah. Um, and those are oh, and the 08 and Stud Eight as great as the player that Dan is. Those are his two weakest games. So. Uh, you know, if you, if you stay alive, yeah. you know, you just, uh, just got to get lucky. I mean, like he cooler me, uh, late on the, with two tables to go. Uh, I had a ace, ace, king, deuce, double, I'm sorry, king, king, ace, deuce, yeah. double. Right. And, uh, you know, yeah. he caps it in three ways and the flop came, uh, queen, uh, Queen Jack baby with two hearts and I flop uh, nut flush draw kings gutter ball and uh, it gets capped in four ways and then a queen came off on the turn and I had to put my last bet in and he had dry aces um, if I catch a yeah. ten, if I catch a ten or a heart I'm sitting on uh, so there's three ways I'm sitting on sixteen big be- big bets in '08 uh, and yeah. I'm, and I'm guaranteed the final table by then. And instead, he goes yeah. and wins it. So, uh, not take anything away from him, but like you know, how these uh, limit events yeah. come down to one card. You know, if a change, yep. the exactly. change of a card is is uh, made a lot of people famous in poker and a lot of people not so famous. So, uh, you know, yeah, how that's is. right. That's exactly right. And so, at the end of the day, it's like you can't have that much emotionally invested in like the in the outcome and the results of. You know, things like win or lose, you know, I'm happy to win but from a competitive standpoint, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's like people will see me after the tournament's done and I just, you know, I have, a, I have emotional feelings of like excitement and whatever, but like it, you know, you know, I've been in that spot so many times and that hasn't been the outcome. Yeah. And I don't go around like moping about it. So no. it's just kind of like you win or lose, you kind of like, you can't be that much emotionally invested in the result of a of a poker yeah, tournament. You can't, honestly. and anybody and and people who've watched my vlogs over the World Series over all, the last three years knows that, you know, after it's done and I fight and I fight and think things don't work out well, you know, I'll say things like, you know, I think I deserve better, or why does we well, you know it sucks I don't run, you know. And there's been times where I'll say, man, I don't think I could come back the next day. But I always come back and fight the next day because, you yeah. know, at the yeah, when you get knocked out, you know, at the you know, I, I'm always doing my vlog right when I get knocked out, so you get to see a lot of raw emotion. But um, yeah, you, you, you know, I get I get home and I get over it. And if you don't if you don't fight, if you don't, especially at the World Series, if you're not prepared to to really not really drink, not really party, and just get there and and come there to fight every day. Uh, you'll have good results, you know. And you just you just you just gotta yeah. fight, you know. Yeah, I mean it, it is like a legit battle. But like people don't understand in these limit games, you are gonna lose so many more hands than you're gonna win. Mm-hmm. And so, like you know, and you just gotta make sure the ones you win, you get every possible bet and value out of it. Um, but you know, you're gonna lose a shit ton of hands and like people just get so you know a little bit too emotionally attached to like a single like flip of a card um where you could be literally doing everything 100 percent perfect and you're walking towards your car you know like 
it's fine. This is how limit poker is. Well, or any form of poker, really. I know this. When people ask me who the best woman poker player in the world is, I always say, what game? Because I always put you at the very, very top in the mixed games. I don't think there's anybody. In the, I don't think there's any woman poker player better than you in all the mixed games. And if there is, I'd like to know who. Um, yes, Jennifer Harmon's well, a great I mixed game player, that. but but Jennifer Harmon's not a tournament player. And uh, I think you are definitely the best woman mixed game tournament player in the world. So uh, that's well, coming from I me. That. I know that. And, and and uh, that's just what I see. I've played with a lot, and I'll uh, until I see better. Uh, I put you right there on the top. I want to congratulate <laughs> you once again. Uh, I'm Thank about you, ready to give away one percent to the main event to a caller that calls in, and uh, I appreciate cool. you coming on to the mouthpiece. Congratulations! That's I will awesome. see you in the next few days and enjoy your win. Okay. Thank you, Mikey. Thanks for calling in. All right. Take I will. Care. Thank you so much. You're All very right. welcome. Bye. 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 Esther Taylor, everybody. One of, one of truly, truly the best mixed game player, tournament players in the world, mixed game cash game players in the world, players in the world. Um, uh, a lot of you guys who don't know who she is, um, uh, if you want to look up, uh, you could look up, uh, what was it, three years ago, uh, my Omaha Eater Better when I was playing, and her and Frank Cassell and Benny. They all jumped on my scooter. There was like 19 of them on there. They had like 19 people on my scooter. Something like, or was it six, seven? Seven. Whatever the fuck it was. It's seven. I think it was like five, but still. Whatever the fuck it was, it was crazy. It was too many for the scooter. It was pretty funny. Yes, check her out. Esther Taylor, great, great mixed game player. I mean, give you an idea how great mixed game player she is. Um, there's a lot, a lot of really juicy mixed game players games on the East Coast, and um, she does not get an invite to them. So uh, she's really good, really, really good. Um, and yes, what makes her such a good player? Well, she knows where she's at in hands. She gets away from hands. She understands the value of hands. She understands, you know, in tournaments the value of a, of a fold and giving yourself another. Um, uh, another bullet. Uh, I see somebody in the chat asked me about Grant Wall's death. No, he was not killed. He was very, very sick for two weeks with an infection. Uh, he talked about it not getting any better. I think he should have gone to a hospital and gotten a better diagnosis. Um, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, they permanently banned you. You don't have any followers, Brandon. They're not going to ban you. Uh, anyways, uh, so there you go. Ite, Esther Taylor, congratulations. Great win. Um, they had 135 of really the best mixed game players in the world to play that 3K two days ago. Uh, my sleep schedule was all screwed up because I stayed up with Phil all night when he blew his brains out playing in the pit. Um, he took me down a little bit. So it's been a bad week for me. And so I went down there, got my scooter all set up. Um, I uh, played mix, lost 15,000. Um, and so I just was not, I was too tired to play. Um, 
and uh, that's why I didn't play. Yeah, Ite, over 2 million tournament wins. Uh, she plays mostly small, mixed games. And um, so a great win for her. I was so happy to have her on. All right, so my pick of the week is Detroit. We're going to have uh, callers call in. Uh, you can talk about whatever you want. Um, I have um, a specific something picked out and uh you can call me call in and see if you can win one percent to the world poker tour championship on monday that's uh gonna be probably around 20 one percent will probably be around twenty thousand probably more than yeah at least twenty thousand maybe more all right let's take some phone calls the mouthpiece. If you'd like to take part in our phone call segment, you can give us a call at 702-329-0480. And if you're a snowflake or a pussy and you don't want to talk to me, you can email me at mouthpiecepodcast at gmail.com. Also, follow me at the Mouth Mattiso on Twitter for times that our call-in segment will be live. 702-329-0480. Our hundredth podcast. We're giving away one percent. The World Poker Tour Championship on Monday. Give me a call. Tell me what you want to talk about. You might accidentally be the one percent winner just by calling in. So um Anyways, uh, yeah, um, interesting week. You know, Brandon, you know how I know you're just a leftist? Because you just listen to left-wing media because you don't even understand what, 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 what was exposed this week. It's just, it's, it's, it's terrifying. It's terrifying what Twitter did. And that's not, if Twitter did that, I can't even imagine what Facebook did and Instagram and shit like that. To, to literally change the outcome of the election. So I don't want to ever hear about democracy. Democracy. Democracy's on the ballot. Democracy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hey, look at this. Nobody wants to call in. That'll be 1% that I won't have to give away. Oh, we did. Well, what's wrong with our phones, man? Oh. Can't call when Ite's on. He's got to call when uh, when the lines are open. Seven zero two three two nine zero four eight zero. I'm giving away one percent to the World Poker Tour Championship. Give me a call. Tell me what you want to talk about. And um, yeah, um, the um, the media is in silent mode because they're trying to make the Twitter file story go away because it's. Literally the the biggest story probably in the history of the U.S. of how they suppressed the president of the United States uh, in order in ways to get him out of office. Welcome to the mouthpiece, is Mike. Hey, Mike, what's up, man? What's like I see you last week. I told you Detroit. What's up, buddy? Yeah. How are you? Yeah, I thought I I I wanted to go I wanted to go Detroit last week. 
Uh, I told you I was really iffy on Cleveland and Seattle, and both. I mean, Cleveland didn't even get an offensive point. I uh, I knew Watson would struggle, and uh, Seattle, I told you, sucked. They they didn't have to win last week. They needed a miracle, and uh, Detroit won easily. So, yeah, I was a, I was on board with you there. Yeah, when golf doesn't get pressured, that dude can throw the ball. And and the Vikings and the Vikings don't pressure anybody. So, yeah, I, I like Detroit this week. Uh, whoever had the Army Navy over or under, I feel so bad for. I wait, wait, wait! I just let when the when the when the mouthpiece started. It was thirteen thirteen going to overtime. What happened? Yeah, you knew it was over right there. Like you have no chance. Well, what was the total? Over. What was the total? Like forty two or something? Thirty six and a half. <laughs> and it finished twenty seventeen. Of course. Of course it did. Who won? Uh, Army won by three. Oh wow! And they, they, yeah. they were down a whole game. Was, yeah. yeah, well, they blocked it. No, they were they were winning. I had the first half under, and wow. they were winning. They were winning seven three after they blocked the punt with a minute left at halftime. Mm-hmm. But uh, tomorrow, I still have Cleveland Browns to win the Super Bowl at eighty to one. Wow! I put fifty bucks in that. I hope you're wrong. You know why? I hope. I mean, why? The reason why I hope. Well, I have. I have. I have Cincinnati in my survivor this week. I have no other team to go with. Oh wow, that's a horrible pick, Mike. I have no other. Where do you want me to go? Where do you want me to go? Um, where I would take Pittsburgh over that. Really? You really? I mean, I really wouldn't. I'm talking shit right there. I I mean, you really. I can I mean, do it from here. I can tell I, you. I mean, let me tell you something. You think I'm happy with it? Not at all. You know, uh, I know one of the sharpest sports betters in the world has Cleveland plus six at Cleveland Moneyline this week. So you think I'm That's not fucking, exactly what I got. This you week. think I'm not scared? I'm fucking, I'm very worried. I'm very worried. I, I, got, I, yeah, I, I got, yeah, dude. I, I, I do, I, 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 I'm aware that Burroughs 0-4 against the, uh, Cleveland. I'm aware that he's thrown seven picks and zero inter- and zero touchdowns. I'm aware of all that. Okay. And you're aware of how good Cleveland is uh, when they like when they function, and they didn't function at all last week. And I think well, they didn't function last week. They didn't function last week in a game which they wanted to win really bad for Watson. Um, Watson was terrible, terrible. Yeah, he hasn't he played I mean, in two I, years. Okay, you're not going. Yeah, you're not going. Red. You're not going to go from terrible to great against one of the top five defenses in the NFL and maybe the best team in the NFL in one week. Um, it's a revenge. Did Deshaun Watson's performance hurt Odell Beckham Jr.'s contract more than anything could have? Yeah, I mean, uh, I'll tell you. Take a year off. It's tough. I I'm, can only imagine. I mean, I, like, I, I, I really, I like Pittsburgh this week. I can't use them in Survivor, you know. I, you know, it's you a know they're gonna, yeah, yeah. I hear you. From I, you don't know they're gonna like, win. If I knew they're gonna win, I mean, they're one of my top picks in 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 my contest at two and a half, you know. But I mean, uh, if they really thought well, they were the hardest one, one of the hardest games, the Cleveland, the Miami, San Diego game is just as hard. And I have the Chargers in that. Yeah, and 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 the one the sharp guy I talked to you about, he's uh, 
he has a very big bet at, on the Dolphins minus three. It's three and a half. He oh. he's moving lines big time. So, uh, Dude, I love it, man. yeah, That's... so he has the Dolphins, and um, hey, I'm a little what worried. Where does information come from? Did you ever ask him? Uh, like, I just know, I, I didn't, I just know I have a friend that uh, books very big, and uh, he gets oh, okay. because he's in yeah. contact with a lot of people. Uh, uh, you know, he, um, he gets information. Do you remember back in the Stardust when you couldn't have a cell phone in the sports book? Yeah. <laughs> that way you couldn't have a cell phone in a sports book up till like five years ago. Yeah, I know. That was so ridiculous. So that once the internet came out. They're all worried yeah, about so calling and getting be- the better line somewhere. Yeah. I got so lucky Monday. I had Taysom Hill to score the first touchdown. Yeah. So I was upset that I only put twenty bucks on that. That was a miracle. Well, His I, odds are twenty bucks. Here's what I want to know: what? what I've seen the last week in sports makes you wonder if we're living in a sim or not. I watched the Saints give away a game. If they played that game a hundred thousand times, they lose once. Right? Like, how does Alvin Kamara step out on third and on third down and? He could have just he could have got three or four more yards. He could have easily had the first down, game over. And then when it's third and one, how do they not run the ball? Dude, Brady's got that Tim Tebow. Forget Buda, Brady. I don't want to hear about Brady. Brady never yeah, has a chance Buda. to win the game. All they have to do, all he has to do is fucking step out one more yard in advance and the game's over. And then if he doesn't step out, all they have to do is run the ball at third and one. And even if they don't make it. The game's over. They gave him an extra 40 seconds. They fucking scored with three seconds. I don't want to hear about Brady. Just like Brady against Atlanta, okay? All they had to do is take three knees and kick a field goal, and the game's over. They never have a chance to four, win that Super Bowl. I had 400 money line on the Bucks, and I went to sleep. That's how bad that game was going. So I, I wish I could really drive with you on this, but... Oh, I, I, was, oh, it was Cam- I thought it was, it was Ingram who stepped out. My bad. I thought it was Camara. It was Ingram who stepped out. Sorry about that. That uh, makes a little more sense. Yeah. Like, but, but, well, actually, it wouldn't. Because Ingram's been in the league for 30 years. Yeah. So he should know more than anyone. I mean, so, uh, I mean, I, I don't even understand what I witnessed in that game. So now we go to, let's pivot from that game to what we witnessed Thursday night. We witnessed a team. Up sixteen to three. The greatest three. throws I ever seen was Baker was throwing dimes. I mean, the, some of those throws where the spirals were so tough. I never listened to the announcers when I watched. But all you I have to do, to the game is over. You have some moron after a sack right. hit the knock the ball out of the guy's hand and get a fifteen yard penalty. The game's over. The I'll game you, is I had over. On a six, and it was almost worth it to lose. Just to like really get that understanding, to oh. understand like you just can't get away with like that, you know. Like when he was offside, like there were so many ridiculous plays where you had to have for the Raiders to lose that game. You had to have offside. You had to have fucking pass interference. You had to have two personal fouls, and you had to have on a one-on-one sack. coverage with twenty seconds left. And on one on, what in the fuck is that? <laughs> One-on-one covers with 20 seconds left from the 40-yard line? You with drop no him back in a out. zone. You drop back in a no zone. Up six. You just, you just 
stand at the goal line. You put five You stand at the there. fucking goal line and everybody, and you knock the fucking ball down. And if somebody catches it in front of you, who that, who cares? They won't can't get another playoff. Yeah. It, what I mean, the that was, but... fuck did I witness there? I don't even. Uh, they fought the Raiders are five and eight. Any team with any clue is sitting at nine and four and are threatening for a number one seed. Instead, well, look, they are. I know you live in Vegas. But Mike, I'm not a Vegas fan. I'm not a, I'm not a Raider for the, fan. For the rest of us, as long as the Raiders don't kill anybody else on the planet for the season, we consider that a victory for the rest of us. What a joke of a loss. That's a, I, I tell you what, that, you know, they blow the Arizona game, you say that's not possible. They blow the Indy game, you say that's not possible. They blow the fucking, uh, what was the other game? You say that's not the possible. The teams, too. Like, these teams you're mentioning, like, if, if they came back and beat those teams, you would be like, that doesn't prove anything. But right. to lose to those teams, double proof. They just they lost just to the true. Rams, who had lost six straight, coming off a brutal loss to Seattle. A game that just had to just deflate them in the shreds. To bring a quarterback off the street that flew in the day before and to give that game away like that? that how? I mean, next week's bet, I don't know who they're playing, but it's like all in against them, right? I mean, yeah, how? And, it's, now, and what really hurt was that it was a third, like, smart bettors like us know to never touch a Raider game or well, a Charger all, game, but now they're the only games on. Like, they're nationally televised. Well, all the Sharps. The Sharps were all over the Rams and under. They moved the shit out of that line. They moved it. I know a Sharp that took no, seven and a half. Six and a half. I know a Sharp that took. I know a Sharp who had 20,000 plus seven and a half and under 44. That, that line moved all the way down to six at game time and 41. No, it started at six. I put my bet in on. When I woke up and found out that Tampa Bay won, I quickly made all my bets for next week. Yeah. And I took uh, the Raiders minus six. And damn it, I just dropped my off at a girl's Christmas party, and I'm going to the casino in Philly, and now I'm fighting that army traffic. Yeah. All right, but anyway, I got to get I got to get some other callers in. I appreciate Wait, the whoa, call. Whoa, whoa. Can I get for my one percent? Can I guess? Uh, there is no guess. It's a certain caller that calls in, and uh, I have a certain oh, number. Oh, well, dude, put me in there. But Tony possessed his daughter, worked for Twitter, Pizzagate's real. Gotta there you go. go. Love you, Mike. Thank you so Love much. you, brother. Take care. Bye. Peace. All right. No, that was a good call. Good call. 702-329-0480. Give me a call. See what you want to talk about. Yo, Mikey. What's up? Welcome to the Mouthpiece. Who's this? Yeah, this is your uh, buddy Jones from the chat. Oh, what's going on, man? How are you? Not too bad, buddy. Just called in to uh, wish you out. congratulations on your 100th show. Oh, thanks a lot. And, Appreciate uh, it. And uh, throw my name in the hat for that 1%. Okay. So what the heck? I might as well. All right. Sounds and, good. Uh, uh, right on. Hey, listen, I just wanted to call in and say congratulations on uh, 100 shows. I watch your show. I subscribed, I think, the first very first day you started your YouTube channel there. I just somehow I just happened to come across it that day. Uh-huh. I watch you ever since. 
Love your show, man. Always watch you for yeah. years and years. I Love poker. You. I appreciate you so much. It means a lot to me. It means a lot. Uh, to uh, me. For sure, buddy. No problem. No, it's a great show. I love your. I love your show, man. It's always entertaining. Cheers to everyone in the chat there. Uh, Except for that Brandon crying about censorship. We all know the left loves censorship. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty amazing. Like, here's what bothers me the most is like, even, you know, I, was, I, I saw a, um, a, a poll out, like uh, 89% are, are uh, really happy on the Republican side with what Elon Musk is doing with Twitter, and 69% of Democrats are against it. That means that 69% of Democrats are anti-free speech. Or Isn't it just, amazing, man? Or, it's or, incredible, it's man. Incredible. I can't believe it. That's unbelievable. It, it, it's, hor- it's, true, it's true what you say. It's horrifying, man, to have that kind of censorship going on on that kind of level. From that's, 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 uh, Let me ask like you a, this. A, Let me ask you this. If, dictator's if, dream. If, if, if Hillary Clinton was in office and the Twitter censored all these, all these people for Hillary Clinton and raised – all the tweets for whoever she was running against in 2020, let's just say, and then and then Clinton lost. Would they still be against Elon Musk exposing this? It's oh, that yeah. they got to look for past sure, the yeah. partisan. Look past. If, uh, yeah, man. And I tell for people sure. this all this is, the time. Look past the partisanship and look yeah, how important. Man. What are if you're an American, your 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 ability to speak freely. And say whatever your ideas are without a bunch of fucking um, leftist yeah. uh, uh, activists suppressing your speech, okay? Or right wing yeah, activists suppressing your speech. I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. If you can the literally be, man. if you can literally be against Elon Musk exposing the suppression of free speech, because. You wanted your side to win, then you're not American. You're a fucking, you're a fucking fascist, anarchist, fucking leftist, fucking anti-American communist. I don't people know. People that love that, people that believe in that, they should move over to China, move to China, and yeah. live under a communist dictatorship, exactly. and uh, see how you like it. Yeah, move to China. If you don't like what uh, people being able to to express their views, yeah, move to man. China. They'll be at your fucking yeah. door welding your fucking door yeah. shut Damn for COVID. Right, man. It's- Oh, that's yeah. horrible. They're horrifying putting, over there. If you have COVID, they're putting you in concentration camps in China. You see those camps, man? There's yeah. like 250,000 people they hold. It's just yeah. insane. And they're full. But but the people on the left barely stay. Well, I did see CNN was showing a lot of those. I yeah, think. I know, yeah. man. They, I know. They watch. They're, they're, well, they, that's they the love, thing. They is, have this tunnel vision, and they love, they love just getting their narrative uh, fed back to them, you know? Every, you know I'll give CNN fortify their their vision. Me and you know that CNN been fake news for the last six years, but you gotta you gotta give you gotta give props where it's due. They fired everybody. They brought in a centrist who said straight out, "I don't give a fuck. I want we have to be the leader of news in the world. We cannot keep running fake news and bullshit political leaning left news." And so they fired every leftist. And uh, now they're actually showing real news stories, like they show what's going on in China. And uh, yeah, if you want your 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 tweet suppressed, and you want just for your political party to win, then go move to China. We don't. I don't want you in. No, you're not American. Okay. People know? don't realize what they're playing with. They're playing with fire, man. You lose. You if you lose, if you lose the right to free speech, you have humanity has no hope at all. Because no matter what comes up, if you can't even talk about it. 
you're already beat. Yeah. You know, if you can't if you can't openly discuss what's going on, you're you already lost. Yeah. It's game over. And people don't realize the the gravity. I I I told you before when I called in. I've been a political junkie and a news junkie for fifty years now. I watch religiously news, and mostly I get independent news from around the world. Right. Independent sources. There's a lot of great sources out there well, now. A lot of a lot of doctors and that speaking up against all this poison going on. Well, here, this. here, here's the most important part. I think what Elon Musk is doing is he's going to monetize independent journalists. Okay, on Twitter, and what did he say? He says maybe when we monetize independent journalists on Twitter, maybe the mainstream media will stop lying to the public and start giving out real news and see. That's why they have to take Elon Musk out because they must have their propaganda. They must have their lies, okay, and their fake news. They can't afford real news to get out to the American people because if it does, it'll change the balance of power in politics. And that's, that's just it. the bottom That's line. it, man. The whole house of cards that they built is based on lies and uh, lies that, and bullshit. They didn't. That's why they didn't think they could lose 2016 is because they didn't know how powerful – the, the, the social media was until Trump won. Once that happened, then they took over all social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, suppressed millions and billions and billions of impressions pro on the right uh, to push the activists, you know, in 2020. So anyways, now we have proof of it. So uh, but I already knew it anyway. So it's all good. It's good to know. Hey, uh, by the way, did you see that? Did you see that uh, NBA announcer the other day that had a, that uh, looked like a stroke or something on live TV? There, did you see that? No, I another didn't. one of these incidents. Oh, you should check it out. It's going. It's making the rounds all over the place. Uh, Salty Cracker has it on his channel. An NBA announcer right on live TV. There, he's his, his partners talking. They're they're talking back and forth. But he's sitting there holding the script, and all of a sudden you see him stroking out. His eyes roll back in his head. He starts twitching and shaking, and he just he just oh. falls back in his chair, totally out. Uh, and it's like uh, from you know it's, it's you know it's pretty amazing right now. It's like so like this really big journalist that dies in Qatar, right? And now the left is running with uh, you know they have to run with their narrative that it's because of. Uh, him being pro-gay and everybody wanting to kill him. Oh, and and yeah. he, he admits he, he's been vlogging every day how sick he's been for two weeks and he can't fight it, right? And then he passes out and dies, and it's pretty – it's really sad. It's been happening over and over and over and over again. There was a woman the other day in uh, – I forget. it was I think it was Ireland. She's at the gym, and they had the cameras, you know, like – in the gym and she's lifting weights and she just blacked out. It's, it's happening all over the world. Live anchorman on TV and that. Did you see that documentary that came out? Died suddenly. I haven't seen it yet. I heard it's unbelievable, but it's I know incredible. I, I do, incredible, I, but man. I do know uh, the the millions of people who have died from the va- after the vaccine. Oh, it's it's and real, man. This, I know it's real, now. and and it's been suppressed by. All of social media and Twitter yeah. and the fo- yeah. and and look at all the doctors that were were trying to prove that that you can't give this vaccine to young kids, right? And and, and look, yeah, I mean, the, I haven't seen the new. Tw- I heard the Twitter files number four came out today, um, but it's really unbelievable the 
what they went through to take Trump out is pretty well. We all we all knew yeah, this. Okay, incredible. We knew this. Man. Oh yeah, we all, I, I, we all knew. We, on our side, we knew it all along, right? What, what was the thing I saw the other day? There was a saying that said, uh, "Oh, conspira- uh, uh, fake news is conspiracy theories, but all the conspiracy theories are are facts." Uh, come you know? true, you know, and yeah, they all man. are. Yes, Every- yesterday, yesterday's Yesterday's conspiracy theories is, t- is today's headlines. Correct. You know, and we um, were right all along. But the thing yeah, is, man. but here's the thing: what people don't understand is they. Sh- we, if you look it up, this is why I tell people and my friends on the left to to investigate it on your own and look up what I'm saying on my on your own, and you'll find the truth. Now, I'm not right about everything. Matter of fact. I mean, I think 80 percent of the things I say are right because uh, me and my friend who are on who's on the left, we debate a lot of issues and uh, I'm wrong about 20, 25 percent of the time. Uh, we look it up. We investigate it. We do research on it, you know. Sure. But, well, hey, yeah, you know, but you know yeah. what? Every almost every single thing that I've been accused of being a conspiracy theorist over the last two years, three years has yeah. has all come has been come to yeah, facts. Yeah, man. For facts. sure. Hey, uh, well, for, Alex Jones was right, man. <laughs> you know, the saying going around now. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, how about, speaking of Alex Jones, how, how about Con- that fucking Kanye? He's lost his no, mind, that, huh? Sorry, that guy's full of shit, in my opinion. Uh, I mean, when you have Alex a- Jones cringing, you know yeah. that this guy's yeah, lost yeah. his mind. You know? What I heard is, uh, is he owes $50 million in back taxes. And uh, there's a theory going around that maybe he's trying to put up a, a cra- uh, an, an insane defense, you know, that I'm, I'm crazy, and that's going to be possibly a defense line for him because I was listening to Robert Barnes. You know Robert Barnes, that attorney? He was on mm-hmm. Viva Fry last week there. Mm-hmm. Viva Fry, he was an attorney, brilliant guy, and uh, Robert Barnes was his guest. And that was one of the things that uh, Barnes was theorizing is that uh, Kanye owes fifty million in back taxes. Well, you allegedly. know, and let me tell you something. Barnes was saying, Barnes was saying that's hard time, man. That's let, like let, hard time. Let me explain something to you, and you know this probably as well as I do. If the government came and went through everything on me, they'd put me in jail. If they went through everything on you, they put you in jail. If they went through no, sure. everything yeah, on yeah, everybody, yeah, yeah. Sure. because somebody, the way the, ta- the the tax code or the way the laws are written, it's very hard. Because I wish laws were compressed in like two pages. You know what I'm saying? But instead, those two pages are right. two hundred thousand pages, and they could get you for anything. Right? That's why I know oh, sure. as much as a scumbag that Trump is. That he's clean because they've fucking yeah, gone through yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, they would have found him. They, yeah, yeah, they would have gone. No okay. doubt about it. And yeah. they and and think about it. okay. See, well, people don't understand why did Michael Avenatti just get sentenced to fourteen years in prison? Okay, because he destroyed the Democrats' narrative. They against Kavanaugh. He brought out the Julie Swetnick chick. Oh, I was gang raped by him. Right. So now their little lie with that other chick against Kavanaugh was completely looked like a joke. So they, they, they took him out. They're going to take out anybody that takes them out. And guess what? Kanye tried to take them out. They will take yeah. him out. Okay? Well, uh, yeah, who knows? I, I don't know. I have a theory. Like, uh, you know, just suppose that Kanye does owe $50 million in back taxes. And just suppose maybe the FBI came to him. No, this is just a theory. Right. Maybe they came to him and said, listen, uh, if you want us to cut you a break, if you work with us, it's like they tried to set Trump up that night, right? They brought yeah. Fuentes over to Trump, 
And now Fuente, Fuentes, I don't trust that dude one bit. You look at I that mean, guy's I, eyes. I, he said on Alex Jones that that they, that that what Trump said that that they literally did not know he was coming. That 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 at the last second they he asked if he could bring two friends in. Now. I, I I'm sure there is because they they sit there and they they spout everything in the world, uh, so I I believe uh, if you're gonna believe all the Hitler shit and all the other garbage shit they spout, you you gotta believe they're telling the truth that that Trump didn't know that they were gonna be there. I mean, yeah, for know. sure. Oh, I believe that. Yeah, there's I no believe reason that. for them and to I believe, lie. I I believe they could have been just trying to set him up and make him look bad. Yeah. Then the media can come up and say, "Oh, here's Trump." Right, yeah. Met with this Nazi-loving uh, right. neo-Nazi guy that denies the Holocaust, right. and on and on and on, and make Trump look bad, right? Of course. But um, that's one possible theory. Maybe that they were trying to set Trump up to to make him look bad in the media and that. I, but I, um, I know this. Also, I, I don't think that Trump is going to run, um, even though everybody else thinks he is. Um, I I really think that. Uh, just by the things he says, a lot of the crazy things he's saying, I think they're going to go with DeSantis. I really do. Because DeSantis is a Maybe lock. So. I think he's a lock in 2024. Maybe. I think he wins by a margin that people won't even believe that he wins by. Um, and I, I think if Trump actually really cares about the U.S. like he says he does, that he won't run. So we'll see. Uh, I already paid. Maybe Phil, so. Phil, Phil, make, hey. Phil, Phil made me pay him. A ten thousand dollar bet because he announced that he's running. I said, "Well, he ain't running yet. You got to wait." You know, so maybe so, man. Hey, before I forget, I want. Did you ever? Do you ever watch Millennial Millie Millie Weaver? No, she's on. She's on YouTube. She's awesome. She's a really smart girl. But anyways, Millie Weaver. She did a video just after Kanye West and on Alex Jones and that. Just about a day or two after he was on Alex Jones, she made a video about that. And uh, somehow she came, she got her hands on this uh, camera footage that came from the the vehicle that when Kanye landed in I guess it was uh, where in Texas there landed his jet in Texas and they were on their way to the studio to meet Alex Jones mm-hmm. and there was a camera in the van. Oh, and, I saw uh, that. I, guess, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see that? And, and man, oh man, I watched that over and over and over again. Oh, the things they were saying Kanye. on their way he to the out. So, yeah, he looked so lucid there. He did not look crazy at all. He mm. looked. He was. He looked like a guy that had a plan. You look in his eye, and he was laughing and smiling. They were talking about that they had to go to the store and get a net and a bottle of YooHoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, to make fun of you, that and Yahoo. And if yeah. you look at him there. He is one hundred percent lucid, not acting crazy at all. He's not all. crazy. He's a fucking anti semite. That's all. But I don't even yeah, know if he's an anti semite. Some people theorize that all these big time celebs, a lot of them could be agents. You know, and there's a long history of that. A lot of them are working covertly for the government. You know, you know that's it, how what, a lot of them. You know, what, a couple of viewers in the chat they're trying to say, "Oh, the Secret Service doesn't let anybody just meet Trump. Um, Trump's not the president anymore. He's not in power." As long as they, right. as long as, as long as they That's go right. through the metal detectors, right? They he can meet with any. They don't. They're not. They don't do background sure. checks. That's right. That now yeah, he's not right. the, he the president. Anyone he wants. You know, yeah. if he was still the president, they'd be doing background checks. That just shows how stupid people are. You know, but they they, true, they don't. They, they true, do not man. vet people to see Trump, who's no longer in power. Okay, but they do make sure 
they go through the metal detectors. They, you know, you, they, you get right. patted down. Right. Uh, but if he was the president, yes, you would be vetted. Because I went through my West Wing visit, because I was supposed to meet him uh, in 2020, and um, uh, I had to put in all my information. They had to vet me. They had to ask me about my past, everything. Oh, okay. I, I couldn't imagine. Oh, but when you, well, I got through because I'm pretty good friends with somebody. Uh, but uh, anyways, but when you're not in power, they don't vet anybody. They just make sure you're, you right. don't have anything right. on you. Right, right, right. All right, man. Hey, uh, one, one thing, Mikey, uh, check out that video, that movie, Died Suddenly. And everyone in the chat, check it out. It's on Rumble. Just look up Died Suddenly on Rumble. It's not allowed on YouTube, of course. Yeah, <clears throat> but, I agree. Uh, <laughs> I'll check me, it out. All these, people, all these people having these sudden medical events check out that video of the nba announcer the other day and also last week rod stewart's 11 year old son had a heart attack playing soccer what's your what's your first what's your first name again jim jim okay jim i'm gonna consider you for that one percent so uh Uh, right on i could use a little bump (laughs) hang in there i'm gonna take some more phone calls and decide who i'm gonna give that one percent to all right, my man. Take oh, man. care. You're a gentleman, Mikey. I love your show. And again, congratulations on 100 episodes. And I'll be here uh, as long as you're on uh, YouTube there. All I'll right, always be here watching, man. You got it. Take care. I'm a big fan. Bye. Bye. Okay, bro. Cheers, brother. Got it. All right. Give us a call. 702-329-0480. We're going to be talking taking calls for 35 more minutes. I'm going to decide who my best caller is, and I'm going to give 1% away to somebody. Welcome to the mouthpiece. is Mike. What's up, Mike? It's Vinny. Vinny, what's up, my man? How are you? How's it going? I can only be on the phone for like five minutes, but All I right. wanted to chime in about the Kanye thing real quick. I, um, I know you were talking about it last week, but no one really mentioned was the fact that this guy's a pretty savvy business person and for him to throw away about 400 million dollars in sponsorship more doesn't Mil- make a whole I, I lot heard a more, million and more. a half oh, 1.5 yeah. billion i heard so so he he squanders all this and there's no real explanation as to why well, you, that he's just a, ha, did you hear what okay, his explanation so, is his explanation well, is my, god is, has spoken to him and his yeah and, well, mike mike this is my this is my view on the whole thing right go ahead do you think it's not possible that the Democrats would just simply hand this guy a massive sum of money and say, hey, Kanye, we need you to go off the deep end because you're affiliated with Trump now. You went to Mar-a-Lago. Here's, here's $800 million, okay? You completely corrupt Trump's name in the process. And meanwhile, uh, you know, he's affiliated with Trump, so that's, that's an easy thing to, to, to lock him in with. So I, I think that's a definitely a viable thing. That the I would have simply... said that. I would have said that if he didn't go on Alex Jones and say, "I love Hitler. I love Hitler." Yeah, but, oh, but Mike, oh. that's why. That's why you get how he has no other venues to do that. Right. Like he can't go on a regular mainstream network and say that, but he can go on these far right things. Like he was on Gavin McGinnis. Uh, a couple days ago. I saw that. I saw and, that on Gavin McGinnis. Yeah. Oh, man. Isn't Gavin the best? He's, Gavin he's is the, the best. He, he's, he's been the, he's really wrongfully best. silenced. I hope I hope he's, he gets his dude, uh, so Twitter good. account bowed. He's, he's, he's so a good, good guy. Mike. So he was on there and saying the same thing, and I just think it's so it's so viable that he just got a massive paycheck from the Democrats. Because he, I mean, let's be honest. When you think Kanye now, you think Trump. You think the MAGA hat in the White House. You right. think Mar-a-Lago. Right. So I, I think that... The guy's not dumb. Like, you don't become a billionaire 
and, and then go squander hundreds of millions of dollars worth of sponsorships. You just don't do it. So well, that has to be a thought of. It's, a, it's a, a definitely a thought. You know, um, I don't believe that because I, I believe he's a very religious person and he think he's found God. And I do believe it's crazy. I don't I didn't know Kanye really much. I don't follow much of his music, but everybody who I know who does say that he's always been crazy and outspoken. I mean, but even, he's a smart. He's crazy, but he's smart. Like he says dumb things, but he's he's a smart business person. And you don't just throw away. He threw away Balenciaga. He threw away Adidas. He threw out all these deals for what? Like. Now, all of a sudden, he wants to say these, like, far-right propaganda type of things. It just doesn't make sense. But even the far-right like, far right doesn't push, like, pro-Hitler stances. I mean, yeah, but if you were ever going to pay someone to say something that would 100% jeopardize the, presence, the potential presidency of someone, wouldn't you say exactly what he said? Uh, like, think about it, Mike. Think about it. He went yeah. to Mar-a-Lago the week the week before, and now he just says this. It's just is it just a coincidence when Trump announces his presidency? It's just yeah. a pure coincidence, right? Yeah, you know, what I'm, you know what I'm saying. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, 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 it's listen. I don't put nothing past them because I know how evil they are. But uh, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna disagree with you on this. I don't think so. I think, yeah, I do believe. I, I do believe. And listen. The thing is, is every conspiracy theory that we've put forward, probably you've been on my side the last three years, has all come the fact, you know. Um, this one I'm not going to jump on the board with. But is it possible? Yeah. Uh, anything's Mike, Mike, did you anything's think it, possible. Did you think po- Mike, did you think it was possible that they were sent, like, completely censoring like pretty much everyone on Twitter? Would yeah. you have said that's possible? I knew it. Everybody on the right knew it. I've, everybody I follow yeah. on the right knew it. Yeah. Mike. Mike, the other thing is, um, the other thing is, I don't know if you saw the most recent ones of the Twitter files. I haven't but seen them. Actually, Twitter actually has the direct messages. They could actually access your direct messages, okay? And and yeah, they, vet you they like can, that they can too. act. They can. Yeah, they were able to access my direct messages and, and suppress me from talking to other people. I heard about that. Yeah, it, it's it, no. They like they did it for that uh, lives of TikTok. They had her direct yeah, messages. I heard, and they're yeah. like. How is that fucking right? How is that right? It's it's what it's absolutely criminal. They did what you did is you had like like Elon said you had the crazy people running the asylum. They had political activists in put in 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 main parts of uh, put in in main parts of uh, of Twitter and probably Facebook and uh, Instagram and. Uh, and when you listen, they have the activists in the media, and now they 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 stuck them in social media. And I just yeah. listen. Like, I honestly, I gotta run. I gotta, run. I gotta run, right. run, Mike. But I love you, man. I'll right. have Thanks a good for night. the call. You got it. All right. And yeah. I honestly, really, as much as I pull for my side to win, I you know when the other side wins, I I just deal with it, and I I'm depressed about it, and I move forward. But I just want free and fair elections and um you know they people want to talk about oh the big lie oh trump said it wasn't stolen from him what did i what have i been saying anybody been listening to my show here what have i been saying it was stolen through social media how they silenced people how they took 46 billion trump impressions down and now we found out it's all true Welcome to the mouthpiece. This is Mike. 
What's up, Mike? What up, my man? How are you? How you doing? Good. Yeah, I was the uh, guy that called up the other day, and I gave the hiccups. Oh, yeah. I had the hiccups last week. I just want to say sorry about that. I felt terrible. Um, you know, I, I didn't want to put you through that sort of state, and oh. I hope I don't do that today. No, you won't, man. You won't, my man. <laughs> What's been going on? So, no, I don't know. I, I just wanted to ask you how you how you've been doing. Like, how, how's how's your um, how's your game? Uh, I just I came I came in like late. You know, like how you been doing? Like as far as you know, I'm doing okay. I, I, I had a bad week uh, financially, uh, pain wise. Uh, I've had a good week. Uh, I had five terrible weeks in a row of pain after five good months, um, and this week the pain's been good. So um, hopefully this will be the start of uh, uh, five good months of no pain. But uh, I usually every three months go through about three weeks of bad pain. Uh, this time it went five weeks. Um, and uh, and Without uh, pain? You mean without yeah. losing a bunch of yeah, crazy and, hands? Yeah, and I, 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 had, a, I had some really uh, – I had a, a, some bad weeks uh, um, and um, – uh, sorry, John. I can't. I can't. I can't get your call. Oh, we'll call you back, John. I just can't. I can't answer the call right now. Go ahead. Um, and so I've had some. Uh, uh, In what games? In what games? Well, like money I mean, games. Uh, I mean, I lost twenty eight in no limit, fifteen in mix. Uh, I I gambled a little bit in the pit with Phil the night he lost his big match. He asked me to come down and gamble with him. I've never played in the pit in my life. What uh, is the pit? The pit is when you play blackjack or baccarat or craps or any of that bullshit. Um, and so, uh, yeah, so uh, it's Bill, been a, Bill Helmuth told you to come down to like play. Well, baccarat. he was well. Usually, he when he listen, he was depressed. He lost one point six million match. We went to eat. He needed company, and and we, you know, you're talking about that. I saw that thing. They only showed a part of it on YouTube where he got like all. Pissed off. We had like yeah. clean six versus aces. Yeah, he, he lost that. That was a hand he kind of he misread. He he thought he saw something and he was wrong. Uh, I course. didn't really. Yeah, I didn't, he, he thought the guy was bluffing, and then he obviously he like four betted him. And then, yeah, listen, you know, he he knew he was fucked. He, I mean his his reads were right most of the night. That was he was wrong on that one, and uh, he was a little off. And uh, listen, Jason ran really good. I mean, he he made he flopped a pair or two. He pair seemed of solid. He, he seemed like a really. I, I, he was. I, I he think played I've solid. Seen the guy before. I think, but like you know, I have not he watched. Seemed the like match. he had Phil's number from yeah. like the the short time they showed the. Uh, he, the uh, yeah, I didn't. YouTube. It was like I was like this guy. He, he's playing good. He seems to have Phil's sort of. You know, tells like you know in his back pocket. I didn't. And I know this. I didn't. Wa- I only like watched the last twenty minutes. Right. I thought oh, Phil right. made a huge mistake not playing him three months ago on four days' notice because you give a guy like Jason Kuhn um, that long to prepare. Uh, it's just there's no way that it's going to favor Phil. No, and there's just no way. You know, you give him four days. Good? You give him four days' notice to prepare. It's just gonna. It Phil's gonna have a better chance, and I told Phil that three months ago, and um, uh, you know, it is uh, it is what it is. You know, he made a he made a mistake, and uh, uh, well, you know, 
he'll get over. It. He'll be a he's a big boy, you know. So, um, so uh, what was that? What was that tournament? That was like they put up their own money. Yeah, that was a eight hundred thousand. How much did Phil put, How much did he put up of his own money? Well, he was, he was I mean, he put not. up the first match that he he played hundred two hundred then two hundred four hundred. So uh, of the, I mean, I'm sorry, yeah, for uh, for the uh, hundred to two hundred. Uh, so he won the hundred k match. I'm sorry, the two hundred k match and the four hundred k match. Uh, so I think he put up uh, like uh, seventy five of the two hundred. So basically, he was only in for like seventy five. With a chance to make, uh, like, you know, four hundred something like that, or a hundred. I I think he had a, a, like half of himself in the first match. He might he didn't lose much. Phil lost like a hundred max total, but you know, because he won the first two hundred thousand max. Yeah, wow. But uh, still, you know, he's playing for eight hundred. He could have won a lot of money for himself. So why aren't you in those fucking things? Because I have no interest in putting up hundreds of thousands of dollars to see who's my dick's bigger than the next guy's. Is that what that's all about? That's all that's about. Yeah, you know, I I, pl- I just want to play in games where I'm the best player or top three best players. But it's, but it's about like promotional sort of stuff because it's a, it's a higher uh, profile. Listen, than- I'm 54 years old. Okay, you think people are going to hire me to be promotional in their company? You know, if you beat the piss out of somebody and start yeah. doing your like the mouth, but you yeah, that. But but let me tell you something. It's very hard for me to travel. Okay, uh, when you work for a lot of these high companies, you know, GG Poker or whatever, you've got to do a lot of traveling, Korea and shit, and and uh, I could barely travel to fucking L.A. Um, so it's, uh, is that what like that's what Phil is like signing up for? He's got to well, go everywhere. Um, Phil, Just, Phil's, uh, you know, I don't want to say anything, but Phil's got a possible big contract coming up here with somebody. Um, I'll let him do the. I can't really talk about it, but. Uh, he, is he the most marketable guy in uh No, in Daniel Poker? is. Who, who's Daniel, the most marketable? Dan, Daniel. Daniel. Yeah, yeah, Daniel. Oh. Yeah. Well, he's he's kind of like the every I don't I don't want to say like every man, but he he is. I th- I think you're right. He is the guy. Because but but he's also because he's on that was it the Poker Go or what's he on? Well, GG Poker. Well, him and him and him and Phil on a piece of Poker Go. So, you know, it's uh, that's why they're they're always on there and stuff. So, you know, that's why they're the most marketed. But um, listen, yeah. I, uh, I you know it comes to a point for me. Uh, it comes a point in my life. If I didn't have the injury, I'd be playing. You're marketable I, though, dude. You're marketable. yeah. I, listen, I I, it, it, there's something about you that's marketable. There's something about you. That's irritating, but I think that might be the part that's marketable. It, it, Just be you. I, I could, you know what I mean? I could, you. I could do that, and I asked myself many a times, you know, like, uh, you know, would it, be not, it would be nice to get a small deal for like, you know, for like 20 a month or something. Just so I don't have to worry about ever paying my bills, you know, even though I, I don't think I'll ever have to worry about it anyways. But just, you know, I, I've said that before and I've gone broke. But, uh, you know, just so you, when you're in a position where you don't have to worry about paying your bills, you know, like I, you know, I was set for life at full tilt. So that kind of really sucks. But, um, you know, my, my, yeah, my, full my, tilt, my yeah, they, well, they fucked everybody. Yeah. They? So my injury really, really hurts me because it's hard for me to walk. And uh, when I get on airplanes, it, expands and subtracts uh, uh, because of the pressurization of the aircraft uh, where it pressurizes and depressurizes and that causes the inflammation on my 
on my uh, spinal cord I to in, inflame and deflame. But, hey, so, but I don't I don't understand why your why your um, your your particular website or your um, podcast doesn't get more attention. Well, it seems to, I mean, like, you're my, provocative enough. You're entertaining. Enough. I mean, we got we got but plenty. I mean, people it, I, come on and like talk their shit like me. And like you don't because like, why screen anybody, which I think is yeah. like really cool. Probably don't know what's gonna come on. Well, the problem. Well, it's like my editor just said is pro- is because most uh, people in poker are libtards, and they disagree with my politics. Are they really? Why? Why? Why do you think that is? Well, why? Because they're all young and they're all brainwashed, and everybody see what what people don't realize is this sick ideology going around is brainwashing from the last 20 years from high school to college and they're they're brainwashed this this anti-american uh far left ideology and so they're they look at you like like you're like a bad person or a crazy person when when you're not you know what i mean like like but there's plenty of people like that follow me that are democrats on the show here that that are not far left that are that are centrist, but, that, are, that, 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 that disagree with me. They would probably follow you just to hate you, too. Yeah. I mean, I have a lot of friends that, that, that are on the show here that are good friends of mine that are Democrats that follow me every week, you know, that we agree to Dan, disagree. Dan Grigoron, uh, uh, yeah. he, he, yeah. he comes out with some stuff that, I mean, I love the guy. He, he's hard. He's one of those But he's not even love. he's not even a libtard hardly anymore. He's come to the middle. He's come to the center. Well, like, I'll give you an idea. Like, he thinks the entire Democrat um, gender movement is sick and insane, okay? And it is, okay? But most people on the left will disagree with Daniel's point on that, okay? And it's just like they want to say follow the science. Well, science says there's— there's, you know what? I, I don't I don't even think that's even a big um uh, part of their platform. Oh, it I is. It's, it's a, a it's I a think, pretty I big part of their I platform. Think, you know, I think, well, I think it's I think it's just a ridiculous part of their platform that Well, what's like, a, what's so ridiculous it, about like, it? Again, hey, you know, this is this is this is so obscene and ridiculous and, you know, bad for our children. That we're gonna we're gonna harp on this. Well, this you, is you what that's what I don't Matt understand. Walsh? So you ever, you ever listen? You ever listen to Matt Walsh? Yeah, you know, of course. He's, he's like if you're gonna talk about that sort of stuff. You yeah, know, he's pretty much the guy that is gonna you know go against the Democrats on that sort of stuff, and all his stuff is on point. What is a woman? Yeah, so I have not seen that. But uh, um, oh, you haven't read the book? Heard, it's, it's a good book. One. It's a uh, Ashley saying, "No, no, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a movie. It's a documentary where he oh, goes okay, around. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he goes around and he interviews like all these sort of like uh, the gender ideologues right. on, the, on the left. Or the yeah, or the, there's a book called and, Birds and Are Not Elephants says, too. So what he says, what like what is a woman? You know, like mm-hmm. can you define what a woman is? And he, and he just asks all these questions. The lady running for the Supreme Court wouldn't answer the question." She was up for Supreme Court. They asked her, what is a woman? 
Oh, uh, well, that's not her business. That's not that's not her business. What do you mean it's not her business? A woman is a. I mean, what a, is a woman? I mean, that's not a, that's not really a. a it's a, really an easy a, answer. That's okay. not a, yeah, but that's not a legal question, is it? Um, I think if I think if you're going to be a Supreme Court justice, you should know the definition of a woman, right? What is the definition? Can you tell me? I mean, you're going to give me I mean, the, the biological right, thing, which correct. is what I would give you. Right. But, but of course, like, she knows where like we stand. You, you know, I'm not a gay. I'm, I'm all pro-trans people and gay people and everything. I just, there's been trans people and gay people around for 8,000 years, you know? Yeah. But why is it? But, but, but that's the whole thing, is that why is it such? a big thing right i don't think it's such a big well thing they're they're what they're like, doing is they're pushing it i'll tell you exactly what's i don't going think on. so they're i think pushing, I, this they're, is what i think i think it's they may have pushed it a little bit or, or a lot but i think it's it's the it's the push and the pull and the, it's it's the left versus right it's not so much that they're like i mean pushing this gender you know i mean how much have you ever really, really seen that like come up, come up in your life or anyone's children? I mean, I watch the flies? president of the United States talk about it every single time there's some kind of debate. So it's definitely in the platform. I mean, no, it's in the platform, but it's not like. In but this is what I'm trying to understand. Like shit we're talking about. If trans people, you know if trans people are one point two percent of the entire population, exactly. so why is it being pushed down everybody's throats? In college and high school, and uh, and why are they pushing? I don't think it is, but I it, don't is. Think it is. There I is. They're no. making trans. How would you? If, let me isn't. ask you this: If you have a daughter who's in seventh grade in gym class, you want a biological man with his penis out in in uh, in their in their locker room because the they they the the left no. says well, no, that's, I don't. no, I don't. Well, no, I mean, I don't. But that's what's been I don't going think on. That's like, but I don't think that's the the case in like every school. It is, and I don't think it that, is. No, it is. They are is. they are under the, the law. To and how to, many in those schools are people are, are like these trans people like breaking out their cocks? Well, like, I'm not saying they are. I don't say they it's are. Like this, it's like this possibility sort of thing. That's terrible. Yes, I agree with you that like those things are wrong. I don't think yeah. you should have fucking people that say. You know, I'm a woman, and okay, and I also have a ten-inch cock, and I'm going to be going. Now in here, your, now here's a, there, here's the thing that I, I I kind of agree on the left with is like if 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 you have a, a mentally ill parent that wanted a, a girl and got a boy, and then you then raise your little boy as a girl because you're mentally ill, and then you put them on puberty blockers, and they're you raise them as a hey. girl for life. Then I'm not against that. Where I'm, what my problem is, is also is is I'm against um, uh, any gender reassigning surgeries for people under the age of 18. I'm against I'm against people that are that are um, absolutely that have been a male uh, and swimming on a male's team, uh, college team for three years, rank 400th in swimming, and then you decide you want to be a girl, and then you break every girl's record. Which uh, yeah. Leah Thomas? Did. No, I, I, I'm in the same boat. Okay, with you. I, there was a that's an insult. Like, to, that's that's I'm a disgrace. From, you know? I'm originally I'm originally from Connecticut, and there's this one 
uh, female track star that had, you know, she's kind of a high profile case. I can't mm-hmm. remember her name, but the same sort of thing. She was the best runner in Connecticut and guess who she got beat by? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It, and that's not good, but you know what? It, in the, in the back of mind, I think, well, that is absolutely terrible <clears throat> for her. It's, yeah, it's, it's a like the one thing. the one girl she trained that she happened, trained all year. Her, but, but hold on, yeah. Let me, let me, but but at the same time, there were probably you know more people, you know, that may have been like helped by it. You know, may, maybe not. That that's arguable because there if if you have X amount of you know transgender people, they're going to affect x amount of non-transgender people but right if you just let them participate you know i mean who does it really affect in the worst way well it affects like the the most elite women athletes and the people that are at the top of their their game Mm -hmm. and 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 those people have to be spoken for too so i I agree with you and i just and i disagree because i mean if they want to have they should have a trans have a trans category kind of like they have like you know, like they had the the uh, disabled Olympics. I'm not saying trans people are disabled, but they should have their own category. You know, just and like they fought happens. for Title IX for women's sports. I, let's let's have a you know tra- let's have a tra- trans sports. But it's not fair. Okay, that- fine. But I think that happens. But mm-hmm. I think that happens. But right now we're in a transitory no pun intended <laughs> a transitory period where you have like an uprising of people. You know, a small percentage of people, and they say, "Hey, where do we go? Where, yeah. where, where you know, where, where's the place for us?" Right. And you know, and and I can I can understand from the the people, you know, like the, the upper echelon athletes, they get affected by this. But at the same time, you know, what do we do with these people? And I think that's the question. You know, and I think it's and here and it's here's and people. and I agree with you on this. And I there's I do feel very sorry for a lot of trans people. You know, and I, cause I have empathy for everybody, you know, but, you know, there's also and, and here's where the political part of it comes in. You know, the right wants to partake as every person who is a male that dresses up as a female, as just a mentally ill person that, you know what I'm saying, that thinks that that they're female. OK, now and I disagree with that. Are most of them mentally ill males that dress up as females? Yes, but there's lots of them. And I be- that were born that believe since they were born that they are a, a, a female inside of a man's body or vice versa. Yeah, and so I do I, I do respect that. And so, but you can't. And again, and this is again where I I am against the right because everybody thinks that I'm like some crazy right winger, which I'm not. But you know where I am against. There's a lot of things on the right I'm against. You know, and I do I do feel sorry for a lot of the trans we're, people. We're all like that, Mike. Mike, yeah. Mike, we're all in the middle somewhere, you know, because and, and we take one sort of stance in one direction and, and then automatically. Guess what? Mm-hmm. We get put in that camp and that just the way the world is right now, unfortunately. Yeah. But I got another question for you. Now, what happens when AI, artificial intelligence, renders all this bullshit obsolete? AI is going to be able to take everything on the internet, everything ever, you know, discussed in the world and decipher, you know, what's right, what's wrong. I mean, exactly what's going to happen. That's why Elon Musk buying what Twitter is, is, is 
That's why Elon Musk take over of Twitter is the biggest thing in that's ever happened in the country. Well, that's the biggest sort of like that's that's like a mind. You know what I mean? That's that's like a a brain. It's literally could be the savior of speech because brain. Yeah, that comes together, and AI is going to be able to access that. They're going to, and what they're going to, you hit what they're going to do, and what they've already been doing is when. Just like if I decide I want to go on a trip to Bali, so I Google Bali, trip to Bali, right? All of a sudden, my email gets tripped, gets gets spammed with uh, rates to Bali. You see what I'm saying? What what they're doing now, and this oh, is... Oh, that's AI. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's AI. AI. And what they're doing now is when you have a, any form of political beliefs, right? They flood the zone with your beliefs and what you think. Right. And what they were doing and with Twitter suppression is flooding the zone with your beliefs and suppressing the other side's beliefs. Now, if they do that, which which is what their goal is, is to have one world order. okay, and if they're able to have complete control over the information and all the information is one sided. You are going to have one party rule, and once and and anybody that doesn't think like them will be thrown right. in jail and thrown as an outcast. And that's yeah, why we I think must. That that's what's going to happen, though, uh, Mike. Well, it's like going AI, to AI is going to take control of this, and if oh. it's not, if, if AI isn't controlled by like one party or or another, I said it have, in like, two thousand and seven. No, there's different kinds of AI. There's like a human-controlled AI and a completely non-human-controlled AI. Mm-hmm. And if you have like one or the other, well, of course, if you have like nefarious actors that that want to take control of it, well, you, you can guess what's going what's going to happen. You're going to have um, <laughs> you're going to have a, a one-world order. You, 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 one you've world you've order heard Elon Musk say. He, you, you've heard him say, he goes, he goes, next I'm going to buy a fucking Facebook and delete it. You know, he said that jokingly, right? But he's right, you know. If we could fucking, if we could delete Facebook, the world will be a better place. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Well, you know. Why? It, because, because it doesn't agree with your worldview. Because no, it, because, it, because we can't have AI, uh, you can't have AI taking over uh no it's not just it's not just um facebook with ai it's instagram it's everything it's it's, it's every it's everything ai yeah. is going to be ai it's not no gonna i mean i just i threw facebook out there just as one Zuckerberg of the things taking over because he's doing you, i think you're thinking of the virtual reality thing yeah 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 here's what i'm here's my question to you what are we going to do the world okay about what have, what have they done? Okay, they, we've got to remember, all this came from China. All the technology has come from China. Yeah, I got to I got to get going to another caller in a second, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll let you answer this. All the technology has come from China. They've got everybody hooked on their phones. You walk into a bar, a restaurant, everyone's looking at their phones. Okay, it's disgusting. Nobody talks to each other anymore. Like I have a rule: we go out to dinner. You're not allowed. Or you're not allowed to be anywhere near your phone. You know what I'm saying? And Absolutely. what are you going to do when they have everybody hooked at their phones and then they put in information 
that they brainwash you with and they don't allow information. They already do that. Mike. I know. Well, what are we going to do? That's they. the fight. And it's not they. It's a bunch of, it's a bunch of they. Correct. Okay. There is. There's, there's a, there's what a are we going to do? Answer me that question, and then I'm going to get what a, take mean, another what call. What are we going to do? We're not going to do anything. But we're going to do exactly what we're doing now, which is fucking nothing. We're going to t- we're going to intake that information, and we're going to do what it tells us to do. We have you think that you if have, that's like, if you don't think for yourself opinion. you think that you have an opinion on something no you your opinions are largely assigned to you from whatever if you don't think for yourself you. correct if you don't that's why you i tell I mean? people all the time think for yourself do research for yourself don't well, just listen to what you're you hear you're not going to be able to do that as soon as ai takes over yeah. And it like, yeah, there's going to be a time where you just Google, where you just Google and the information that comes up, the answer is going to be what they want you to have the answer to be. That's what you're well, trying to say, it, right? It might. It, no, it might be the right answer, though. And it might be the, the right answer that's going to like completely come on. Um, imagine if um, AI debunks at, like just about every uh, religion on Earth. It says, mm-hmm. Well, this is the information we have. Mm-hmm. We've gone through every single possible thing we have mm-hmm. here we've gone through it 29 trillion times and this is our information and yet you are taking the information from a couple thousand people or a million people from you know a couple thousand years ago yeah all right i gotta go man about it i gotta go thanks for the call appreciate thank you thank you mike you're welcome all right. all right let's give john a call back and then we're going to take some more calls. Uh, yeah, I mean, very interesting. Hello. John, what's up? Welcome to Mouthpiece, my friend. Hey, Mike. How are you feeling? I'm doing okay. I just wanted to call in on the 100th episode. Oh, Congratulations, love- man. Thank you, John. I appreciate you. And for yes, all sir. you, everybody out there, is John Garza. He's a very good friend of mine. Um, we are complete opposite politically, but we're very good friends and, uh, we talk about everything together and, uh, he's one of the very, he's very, he's a very sane Democrat. He's not a crazy person. And, uh, (laughs) and so, uh, we agree to disagree. Most of the time we disagree, but we sometimes do agree. And, uh, even yesterday, you know, uh, we were talking about, uh, when the president got Brittany Griner home, we, we both agreed that it was a it was disgraceful that he didn't get the Marine home, you know, and uh, right. And that's, uh, you know, it's something. And it was with. her fault. She got caught. Exactly. You and know, if, if if it were you or me, we'd still be in prison now. Well, for sure, you, you for sure, you, you I'd, have chan- I'd have a one percent chance. I'd have a one percent chance. I'd have a one percent chance. You'd have none. Yes. And yes. that and that and that's the thing is uh that we try and talk about is a two-tier justice system. And one of the reasons why a lot of people like me is I try and and um and uh relate with working class people. I try and relate with people that are that are not so fortunate. It's very easy for me to be one of the poker players that relates with a rich poker player. It's the people that are able to re- relate with people like you, you know, you you've had a tough time in life. Right. You know, uh uh, you just had to have your leg amputated, uh, and uh, how you getting around? Better in the wheelchair. In a wheelchair, uh, do yeah, they? Are you, are, are you able to? Is it? Are you able to be able to like 
when you go to the bathroom and take a shower? Is it? Are you? Have you adjusted? No. So it's still tough. No, I've, it, it's it's really making my life rough. Yeah, I'm sorry. Not being able to do those things like a normal person. Yeah, you know, it. I mean, I could relate with you a little bit because when I had my surgery, I was paralyzed and I had to learn how to walk again. And for the first uh, three weeks, I couldn't, you know, I just to go to the bath. I couldn't go to the bathroom. I had to have a nurse change me. I had to. I mean, it was it was it was yeah. it was not easy. You it, know, it's horrible. And uh, it's horrible. So, uh, but uh, you're a very good man. You've been a well, you've been listening to the show since day one, pretty much, right? Long time. I lo- I love listening to your show, and I'm usually uh, an audience member. Yeah, chatting. Yeah, chatting with trying to get the maggots. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Excited, trying to trying to get them. Like, what happened to them? You know, or are they are they still behind? Trumpo, the uh, the MAGA people, the magic ones. It's very, yeah. you know, it's very interesting. Um, I, you know, I follow a lot of people on the right, and I, I the, the chatter, the chatter for the far right is they want DeSantis. Um, right. The chat. Right. I mean, when I shouldn't say the far so right, could the, the Ross, people. So could Trump be like a Ross Perot to DeSantis? Well, I don't, but him. the word off the street I hear is that if the Republican uh, people want DeSantis, that he will not step in the way. And so that was hard for me to believe because he's such a me narcissist. Too. I can't believe that. You know, but that's the word on the street. Um, it's going to be interesting. Uh, I don't believe... I, here's the thing with, with Bill Trumpo is... You know, he, a lot of the things that have come out, the Twitter files are, are, are things that he said were happening. And, you know, he's proven to be right about a lot of things. And when, when things come out that he showed, you know, he's tweeted about or showed videos about um, coming out to be true, it empowers him. Uh, but he's such an idiot and a moron and he does so many dumb things that he he destroys himself. Like he got the big bump right. after the Mar-a-Lago raid, right? Okay, and then he they were really worried, you know, that the right was going to really it was going to be a big red wave, and it, and then it Trump and then Trump was going to yeah. and Trump was going to then uh, announce he's running for president and they're going to ride that wave right into 2024. And I was one of the people who believed that. I was, I told you this. I said, you can say what you want. Trump's going to be president in 2024. And I, even if I don't want him to be, I told you that. But now, you know, with the fact that there wasn't a red wave, okay. Um, but there was also now, see, here's the thing. Well, a, lot, a lot of the... MAGA, ex-MAGA, or I don't know. I don't know what to call them anymore, whatever. Mike. Yeah, whatever. The former GOP, my father's GOP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they're, they're turning against him. They're turning uh, against him, but but now... Mitch you, McConnell. You see um, all these, and so yes. now... But here's where the here's where it's going to lie, John, okay? When these Twitter files just come out and they showed that um, 
that uh, the governor that won Arizona, they had uh, uh, Carrie Lake's uh, tweets suppressed. And they had, and they're showing all how they put their foot on the 2022 election, as long as the 2020 election. Will that, will this be enough of a story that the meat, that the right is able to keep uh, going into 2024 to get Trump in and to get people behind Trump? Or is it going to be, is it, is it, is the story going to be, well, yes, they did this. But Trump's too toxic and we want DeSantis. You see what I'm trying to say? If Trump's yeah. able to if he's able to flip the narrative, okay, which he's always been able to do, he has been the I mean, they've they've had him like shot in the head with six bullets like twenty times, and somehow he lives every single time, right? And for some reason, and, and this is somebody who used to be a big Trump supporter like me, and you know that. Um who, as a person, I've, I told you I couldn't even stand him, and I, I held my my nose when I went and voted in 2020. Um, I, honestly, I I can't see myself. I will. I can never vote for the Democrats for different reasons, but I could also tell myself I cannot go vote for Trump. Right? Like Alex well, Alex Berenger. Right? He was suppressed off Twitter. He has a lawsuit against the White House because the White House had his tweets taken down. They have very, they have proof of it, right? But he says if Trump's the nominee, he will not vote for Trump, right? There's a lot of people like that. So you have, so now what comes out is- Yeah, but I'm also surprised at all the people that will vote for him. That's well, what surprises uh, me, well, the, me uh, the most, well, the, most the, Mark. Because, Mike, well, I mean, not, and like, look at Herschel Walker. How does this dude get any votes? Okay, it's, 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 well, just, okay, so it's just like it's just like voting for Trump. They're both morons. Okay, so there, but, there's but, no there's no difference. Can't okay. Uh, so I'm, the, I'm a, now I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you the same question. Okay, how does anybody vote for John Fetterman? He he can't speak. He had a stroke. He he came to the debate said and said good night everybody. Okay, he can't even. These, Okay, he couldn't. At he least couldn't. He's, he's been in office. At but, least he's he's been in office, right? But doesn't matter. Herschel, he he's what, brain what dead. Because he he was a, a a football player. Okay, is that why they voted? But what for I'm him? trying to say is is uh, uh, again, Joe Biden is completely. He's a, God bless his soul. Okay, he <laughs> I have, the guy's brain dead. Okay, he he what he was dude, in 2020. Dude, he's my, ten times worse my, now. I would I would still take him over. Trump. How, and you that's the difference. You can call him brain dead. You can call him old. But that—that's—that's. I still the, take him over Trump. That's the difference. I wouldn't. <laughs> and that, and as much as I hate Trump, if it's Joe Biden against Trump, I, I, you know, it's like there's look what Joe Biden's done to the country. I mean, I mean, being so if you people for the working class people, I mean, they're they're the inflation's through the roof. The gas prices for the know, working. I know. People, Trump did nothing for him. Trump oh. did nothing for him. I don't know where where all of this comes. This bullshit comes from how great he was for America and all the things he did. Well, all he did was pass a pass, pass forget, a tax break for the rich. Okay, you That's say it's for the did. rich, but but how, how how did that help me, Mike? Okay, how is uh, how is that going to help okay. me? When Trump, listen to me, John. When Trump was in office. 
It was lowest uh, uh, Latino unemployment in American history, lowest African-American unemployment in American history, lowest uh, uh, everything was the lowest in American history until COVID hit. Okay, so if you're and and now with Biden in office, everything's the highest it's ever been in American history. That's all I'm trying to say. And if you look at it that way and not look at the person and look at the policy, you look at one when one person was in office was the lowest in history for all working class people. And now inflation and and, and, COVID caused everything, all the everything to go up. Well, everything it, people started hoarding shit out of stores. Correct, um, but it's also the the the, the, the gas f- went down because there was no one traveling. Correct. So when the, when there's it's it's the law of supply and demand. Well, yeah, that's what's happening to, well, to that's, the economy. No, but Dude, that's Biden, that's Biden wasn't that, responsible for it. That's one Trump, of the reasons. Trump was Pass Trump it. was giving given a great economy right in his lap, and he yeah. still fucked it up, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's where we disagree to agree, but that's why I love you to death. Listen, John, I'm going to take some other calls. I love you. Thanks for calling. I'm glad in. I called in on your hundredth ep- ep- uh, episode, Mike. That's what I re- really wanted it means, to do. And you and calling in means a lot to man. me. And and you know, you have my phone number. You could call me anytime you want. I love you as a person, and uh, love you too, we'll Mike. Agree to I disagree on a lot of things. I, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate I really you. Do. God bless you, my friend. All right, get better. God bless. Bye bye. So. Um, you know, uh, you know, you want to say Biden created jobs? No, Biden cre- got just created the jobs that were lost by the economy when COVID hit. There's no extra jobs. There's still less jobs than when before COVID hit. Hello? Hello? What up? Welcome to Mouthpiece. This is Mike. Hey, how you doing, Mike? Hey, Good, I was man. just calling. It's uh, Chuck from Marco Island, Florida here. And, All right. Uh, love, your, love your show. All Call right. Calling to talk about... Kanye a little bit. Yeah, let's do it. Everybody, everybody, not to call out anybody, but you have to look at what he's done with his life mm-hmm. previously. Correct. First, 15 years ago, goes George Bush hates black people. I remember. Gets a lot of attention. Gets a lot of attention. Yep. Everybody goes fucking crazy. Correct. Seven years later, jumps on stage with Beyonce. I, she deserves I, it. I remember she that too. Deserves yep. His third step is just what he's doing now. No, the third step was him in the office wearing a MAGA hat. Remember that? One, you forgot that one. Yeah, 20, yeah, exactly. That's a, that's another one of those. That was in like, 2017, and he was and during his concert in 2016 when Hillary lost, he went and told everybody he went into a political rant, uh, rant at his concert how great Trump is and he's the best thing that ever happened for black people and for the country, and people started booing him. You forgot that one too. Yeah, yeah, that's that's just another example. I'm saying, and when and ten years ago when he said I'm going to have a bigger fashion line than Ralph Lauren and I'll sell more shoes than Michael Jordan, and he kept rapping his songs about those lyrics. Michael he, Jordan wouldn't talk to him anymore. And then he and got, Ralph and then Lauren he created the, the Yeezys. And then when Adidas fired him, they took his Yeezy brand and they stole his creation too. No, 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 no. That's where you got it. That's where you have it wrong. Oh, that's what because I was just he told. Wanted, he was trying to negotiate break contracts. Okay, and, I don't, I don't know the. Same I don't with know Nike before. Okay, he he has five hundred million coming. Wherever Kanye is at, whatever he he changes distributorships of whatever he wants to fucking sell, it always sells up. Right. My son, I I've been buying these Yeezys for twelve hundred dollars for my son 
right. over and over and over again. It's just like the Jordans, you just add a zero. Right. The guy, whatever he does, Gap is irrelevant. Right. Adidas is irrelevant. Okay. Kanye West, no matter what he fucking does, every time he says he's going to do something, it always happens. He was worth, he still is worth, his well, net worth hasn't changed. Well, he's supposedly, from supposedly he was worth $2 billion. No, he was worth $12 billion. 12, not two. Well, I heard he was worth more money. Now, when he went on Alex, when he went on Alex Jones, or even when he went on uh, Timcast for like eight minutes, he says that this is what I'm just going by what he says. Now, I know nothing about Kanye West except for the I hate George Bush and the Beyonce thing and then the MAGA hat thing. Other than that, I've never listened to his music. I don't know nothing about him. Okay, but I know this: when he went on Timcast for the first few minutes before he walked off. And then when he went on Alex Jones, whatever, he says that God has spoken to him and that he like, I mean, he's, he's he, we know he's a narcissist. OK, and that that like he thinks he's Jesus Christ and he, that God has spoken to him and that God wants him to leave this earth with nothing and the materialistic things are nothing. And his and his the only thing that he's meant to do for the rest of his life on this earth is to preach the word of God and for him to leave this earth broke. Now that's his own words. So, and, I, and I'm, I'm the number one Kanye. I've been, you know, okay. I, I've, so when he it's hard to find someone who loves him more, I, I agree. He said that, but you got to look at his actions. He told everybody, yeah, and he is. Isn't that worth if you actually study it? Mm-hmm. Uh, he used to joke about it. He goes. Well, he's the richest black person that's ever lived in the world. That's, period, I, I agree, and but I think you made a mistake. I think you're and, wrong. I heard two. I heard. Here's I, what happens. I, I heard I it was heard two, but it, I heard it was two, but, and then after all the shit that he lost, he's he's worth like less than five hundred million. He now. hasn't lost anything. Okay, but well, I don't know. Adidas I, next year was was scheduled to pay him five hundred million mm-hmm. for Adidas. His clothing company's bringing this. He's. I, he was worth, I mean, literally six months ago, he's worth 12, not... Over, and listen, I, mean, I, it, I there's a lot of things that Kanye said on Alex Jones that I agree with, okay? The biggest, Kanye's biggest problem is he says it the wrong way, okay? Do, listen, I'll be the first one to admit, and I'm a Jewish person, and I'm a religious Jewish person, that what he says is true, but it's not because they don't have the power in the in the uh, music industry and in Hollywood because they're Jewish. They just happen to be Jewish that have are the leaders. See, that's where he groups people together. And that's his. Well, because 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 Mike, Mike, I, let's cut the BS here. Yeah. The, here's what happens. He has all the talent. He is the thing. These, mm-hmm. these all of the people that have worked with him over the years, which most of them are Jewish. Mm-hmm. They're working together to try to get money out of a guy. And here's what happens when you're borrowing money, like, you know, I own restaurants. Mm-hmm. When I go to a bank and and it just so happens that most of the fucking banks are owned by Jewish people, right. they're friends with each other. Yeah. They actually work together to artificially keep rates higher in a local community of in course. Southwest Florida. I know that sounds... I, I, but I know you're right. Bad. But it's not because they're Jewish. They just happen to be Jewish. No, they are. They're all... No, they are. No. I know, Jewish but that's not why they're doing do it. Together. You understand what I'm saying? That's that's the... You're missing the point. Okay, that it's not because they're if they if those same people were Argentinian, okay, it wouldn't be they wouldn't be ganging up on 
on and for the rates the, because they're Argentinian. But the, culture, but the here, here's what's going on though. Okay, is that the culture in a and smart business? They're just good mm-hmm. business people. Mm-hmm. But the white guy, the white guy, like you know, that's a Midwest guy that comes down here, mm-hmm. and retires, whatever. He's used to doing everything himself, borrowing money from a local right. bank, not really working together with anybody. Right. The Jewish culture is everybody works together and we cut out everybody else. Yeah, that's and a that's a, a that's a trope. So that ain't true. That's just a trope. Uh, okay. You know. Well, I'm just I I actually think it's smart. I don't that, think If you really if you think smart. about that, like like when Kanye says, well, the Jews or the, right? It'd be it's like true, saying they, that's what, a smart business strategy. But, but what if I said but what if I said, "Oh, look at the crime. It's the blacks," right? That's what a lot of people want to say, right? But that's that doesn't mean that my the guy next door to me who's black isn't my best friend. You see what I'm trying no, to say? No, it, does, it doesn't mean that. And it doesn't mean I actually think that Jewish people are a lot smarter. Yeah. It's just like Chinese. Chinese do the same fucking thing. Right. They 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 go, we'll sell shit to you, but you ain't doing the same shit in our church. That's just smart business. Jewish people are just good at business. They're, they are. People, they, they are. They're they're, they're smart. Yeah. And 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 again, but why are they smart? Why are they? have an edge and, and and again this is this goes back to where i've been it goes back to education okay the 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 democrats i believe this no you could disagree the democrats keep the fucking terrible teachers in the african american latino neighborhoods to keep educating down they keep the drugs pouring across the border to keep them all on drugs and the educating down because if their education is down they're not smart and they can't think for themselves, and they're dependent on the government. If they're dependent on the government, and they can't think for themselves, and they're all hooked on drugs, what? Who are they going to vote for? They got to vote Democrats. They need to have those handouts. They need to have those. Uh, th- that's just it, right? It's all done. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I agree with that. And the only solution is to actually just blow up all the communities, tell them to all move to different places. No, the solution. The solution is again. Whether you like Trump or not, he when when Ice Cube before the no, twenty twenty when when Ice Cube before the twenty twenty election and, and Kanye brought up Ice Cube because they were working together, right? He said, yep. "Who's going to help us before we give you our vote?" Trump pledged five hundred and twenty billion or million. I think it was billion to the to the African American neighborhoods. Okay, if he's reelected. They asked Biden for the same thing. He said, we're not doing nothing until after the election. Okay, so the point I'm trying to say is who is going to be the ice cube of America? I hope it's ice cube again. Or who on the uh, in the black community is is it going to be Kanye or is he going to be ostracized for for his Hitler comments? That's it. I am one of the top. I know a guy that used to work from I'm white, a a white guy that's from the Midwest like me. Right. Used to work for the guy. He goes, he goes. The bottom, he couldn't take it anymore. He goes, uh, and when I was younger, I worked for Bill Gates for a while. Mm-hmm. He goes, it was the same personality. Everybody fucking hated him. He said whatever he wants, and he wouldn't stop working to the point of exhaustion his entire life. When he was younger, his he you know he'd go to high school and tell everyone, I will be bigger than Michael Jackson. My mom told me that if I'm not bigger than Michael, you're wasting your fucking in life. In 2024, someone's going to go to the Republican um, candidate 
and someone's going to go to the Democrat candidate, and they're going to say, they're going to say, you ain't getting our fucking vote unless you put up this much to the fucking African-American and Latino neighborhoods, and there are no more fucking ghettos in America. Who's going to fucking put that money up or we ain't voting for you? And whoever does that. I don't think they should do that. And wait, 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 not only that, but whoever does that, and not just that, but we're talking about the poor white areas too, which is the people that Trump uh, uh, was able to touch base with, okay, because you can't forget about those poor areas that are left behind because they moved all their jobs to fucking China, okay? And who's going to fucking fight the fentanyl fucking uh, disease we have? Whoever – Fentanyl is terrible down here, by the way. Yeah, right. The first person that set – the first person that says – what they're going to do about the fentanyl problem, about fixing the and educating the, 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 the ghettos of our country and comes and fixes the, 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 the white areas that have been decimated by China. I mean, that's the one that's who Trump was able to, to get the votes with the people. In the, these politicians in Washington on both sides don't give two fucks about anyone but themselves. OK, Trump it's, and what yeah. Kanye said about Trump was right. He says, I love Trump, and he, I consider him a friend. But you know what? When All Trump cared about when I went to that White House was how his ratings with black America went up. Not what can I do for black Americas, but what it did for him. You heard, you heard Kanye yeah, say that, yeah. right? And see, and I agree with Kanye when he says that, okay? Yeah. And that's Trump's biggest downfall. When, when, see, if DeSantis is, is the, is the um, nominee— and he and, and Kanye comes to him. DeSantis isn't going to talk about ratings and what you bring to me for black. He's going to say, what can I do to help black Americans? You see what I'm trying to say? Where Trump is all about himself. And he, and he even said it. Trump's my good friend. I love him to death. But all he cared about was the ratings he brought for black people uh, uh, for, for in his voting booth. Well, well Kanye, Kanye will... Everything he said, it's very rare, Mike. You're a successful mm-hmm. poker player. I love watching. I think mm-hmm. I really like your motivational things about the struggling poker players. You know, yeah. when I was younger and I played poker, I love all that. Is that Kanye West is one, he's got one good idea, maybe mm-hmm. he got a lot of bad ones. He goes, he has an idea that once I assume a self image and tell everybody I'm going to do it, every single thing his entire life, if you actually study the whole goddamn thing, mm-hmm. has happened. Every everything that was so ridiculous ten years ago when he said, "Well, look at Yeezy's did three and a half billion in sales in 2022. Jordan's only sold two billion. Michael won't talk to him. He used to be friends with Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. He goes, my next target. He just he already called out. He goes, Bezos and Elon. I'm taking them out next. Well, that's he, his whole thing. You Elon and mean? him are still friends. Elon, listen, they were they, still, yeah. they were de- they were direct messaging each other. He let him back on Twitter." And listen, I'm pro-free speech, but I mean, Kanye took it too fucking far that night. I mean, really? You're really going to... you don't give a shit, you don't realize how the guy thinks. Here's his, here's his equation, Mike. Mm-hmm. He doesn't... It's attention at all costs. It's winning at all costs. He doesn't care about anything. You, he will be, be in the richest person in the world. Yeah, but you can't, you can't spoo out anti-Jewish, uh, anti-any people hate... To 135 million people. I mean, I don't believe in hate speech. I, I believe in free speech. Okay, but you can't just be putting swastikas in the middle of Jewish stars to 135 million people. That's how the fucking Holocaust happens again. 
Okay, you know, you did... but the thing is, I know what you're saying, but the thing is, is that he's going to do all that, and everyone's going to talk shit about yeah. him and whatever. I mean, my he's ex girlfriend, my ex girlfriend, she's she's a free speech abolitionist. She's Jewish. She's way more religious than me, and she believes that he should have been had the right to to keep doing that because he, she he be... still has the right to sell things. His right. thing that just happened down in Miami, where he sold those twenty dollars t shirts from Balenciaga. You know, that's all the shit for twenty. He sold 150,000 T-shirts in like an hour. Yeah. I mean, or, you know, they're all lined up and just grab. I mean, his, uh, there's just very few people in the world that are like, there's actually nobody. He actually thinks what he's done is, I mean, I know it sounds crazy, but I mean, you get this a little bit from Phil Helmuth too. Yeah. He has some, what other people look as delusional ideas, mm-hmm. but, and everybody his entire life. Well, goes, uh, again, the thing is, is like even with the with the when he was saying the pro Hitler stuff, he wasn't saying pro Hitler stuff. What he was saying, if you listen closely, is everybody in the world brings something good. Okay, and yep. and he, and he it, it, see you got to look through the words, right? And and I told people, and including my friend Matt Brooks, who's the head of the Republican Jewish Coalition, you know, he thinks, oh, uh, you know, Kanye West anti-Semite or whatever. I said, look through the words. All he's trying to say is, I love everybody. God has told me to love everybody, to find good in everybody. Okay, and see me personally. I've always yeah. done that, okay? The only thing that person I can never find good is, is that piece of shit, Chris Tarina, that fucking stole all the money from me, <laughs> right? But because there yeah. is, I don't I don't believe there's any good in him, you know? But uh, there's, there's, you know, and, and people will say, well, there's, you know, if the, their answer is, well, you want to say there's good in Hitler. If Hitler saw you tomorrow, he'd gas you tomorrow. And you know what? He probably would, Okay. But that doesn't mean that Kanye is a bad person to try and find good in somebody. You see what I'm trying to say? And that's yeah, I, 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 I and, and that's and, all and he was saying. I, and of course, the media is going to run with. Oh, I he wants that to happen. He he, yeah. he was the inventor of the guy that he had him and him, you know, working with the paparazzi and working with the media. Mm-hmm. He wants all this to happen. He's yeah. the smartest person in the world. We got. You got buddy used to work for him because there's nobody smarter. He's, well, he's on a genius level. It's even going. It's going to be interesting. I do think you know he only met uh, uh, what's his name uh, Fuentes, Nick Fuentes, Fuentes like yeah. like three weeks ago. I mean, palling around with Fuentes and Milo is probably the dumbest thing he's ever done in his life. And listen, Milo, who was beloved by people on the right forever. Like the people on the right turned on him because they got sick of his shenanigans and his fucking doing cocaine and not showing up for seminars and just acting like a crazy person. So it's like, yeah, he, okay. Kanye always ditches the only guy, you know, he hasn't ditched Con- or Candace Owens yet, mm-hmm. but normally he rolls through people just like Bill yeah. Gates used to when I worked for him. Mm-hmm. He treats everybody like shit. And runs them to the death yeah. and then kicks them to the curb. Well, you and know, that's what Kanye Can- Candace Owens has, has has had his back. And she, until this this, uh, this last fiasco on Alex Jones, she's been really quiet about it. And I honestly, I had his back until this Alex Jones thing came out. That's what he wanted. He actually wanted, to, that's my point. He wanted to take, he, to think he doesn't know what the reaction and everything and to be when he's obviously way smarter than most people, yeah. blatantly. 
Like he knows it's going to happen. But again, well, see, see, I I compare him a lot to Trump. Like Trump was always a believer that no, there, no, there's no such thing as bad press, right? You know, if they if they're talking about you, that's always good, okay? And but there comes a point where there no, there doesn't. No, there doesn't. Well, I don't know. Then if if then Kim Kardashian would say Kim Kardashian would say I'm the richest woman here. I'll, I'll roll out another sex tape. Yeah. I'll do some other bullshit. I'll fuck Pete Davidson. That's yeah. actually how these people think. Well, like, well, like if you listen you know, to Kanye on Tucker, he's, you know, he was, you know, everything he said, I agreed with. Okay. And like yeah, when he says, course. when he says corporate America is pushing for a 46 year old woman, a mother of five black children to, to prounce around naked, basically, that's disgusting. Yeah, that's why they got divorced. Right? Yeah, and he's right. It's right. She's one of the richest people in the world. Why does she need to be prouncing around naked for fucking exactly corporate America? That, and I agree with Kanye on that. Rich. Yeah. And, and, and Kanye goes, I gave you everything. I'm worth $10 billion. I got. I took a girl, and, and he used some of his strategies at that fashion mm-hmm. line, Kim's mm-hmm. got, and made you $2 billion. Now stop all the bullshit. Just let's just get rich with Helen and do this the right way. And she goes, I ain't, I ain't doing that. I ain't shutting down all the skanky pictures and everything. He goes, it, it, and he has a point. He goes, if you can't control your woman, this marriage is over. Yeah, you can't just run around. Well, I mean, when you got when you're the mind. mother of five black children and you're 46 years old, you, you're rich as can be. You, you raise your kids and you you. Be with your your husband. You don't need to be prouncing around naked at forty six. Especially you, when your husband's worth ten billion and she's worth two and, billion. And so and when, the only reason so when he said that billion. on Tucker, I agreed with him. You know everything he said on Tucker, yeah. I agreed with everything he said until he until he jumped on fucking the Netanyahu craziness and Alex Jones. No, no, no. Of, but but Mike, Mike, you're Jewish. Yeah. And I'll tell you right now, in the scheme of the world, who gives a shit? Oh. Yeah. There's actually people dying out here, like you said. Well, honestly, I was like crazy. Let me tell you why it bothered me. You want to know why it bothered me? Because I wanted to see Kanye West run as fucking Trump's running mate in 2024, and I thought it would have been an un un. I thought it would be absolutely unstoppable, complete landslide. Every black vote you could get out, and now I think he's destroyed it. And I think he took Trump down with him, and and I think uh, I think I don't, and now I don't know what's going to happen, you know. But I well, thought DeSantis would, will win in twenty forty four. Kanye will eventually be the president of the United States at some period. I don't believe it's possible now. No possibility, oh, it, zero chance. People have been writing him off. Zero chance, zero oh, chance. When you listen, he had a chance because what he was saying, I know, wasn't anti-Semitic. Okay, I know what he was trying to say, but he was using the wrong words. And when he had a chance to back to to like, uh, you know, drop back and think about what he said and reword it, he doubled down. And once he doubled down, that's what he believes. He actually believes what he said. And that's why he'll never be president of the United States. He could have been when you bet against somebody, when you bet against somebody that every single thing they said has always if you actually just take. It's always happening, yeah. and he won't give up on anything. Well, it's like betting against Bill Gates. Everybody yeah, but, them, but but all they're going to do is is uh, all they'll have to do is just keep uh, re, re, running that 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 clip of "I love Hitler" over and over 
that he put out, and that'll be, and that's it. You know, he can't win. It's and, over. And temporarily, that'll work, and obviously 2024 will never mm-hmm. happen. Right. But you'll live long enough to see him president, because everything the guy— He could have been. Listen, you know, like— Trump. Who, who would have thought Trump got in? Listen, I mean, well, Trump was a bit— Trump. Successful. But Trump never had. This is one thing that this is why why the people who are so anti-Trump, I always get on their case. Is this guy was in the public limelight for thirty-five years, forty years, and never had one bad thing about him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he had a couple of bankruptcies when he went through the shit in ninety-six, ninety-seven. But this guy was clean as can be. He was loved by every Democrat on the on the. It, what's amazing is the Democrats love people when they're on their side, and as soon as. They disagree at all with any of their side. They turn on them like Elon Musk has done more for left wing politics for the people on the left than anybody in the whole entire generation in the world. And now all of a sudden he comes out and says, vote Republican and is exposing what the Democrats did. And now he's the devil. Right. But it's not that nothing's changed. If you saw what he put first when he put that little stick figure for where he voted for Obama and he even voted for Biden in 2020. Right. And he says, I haven't yeah. moved. And he shows the little stick figure and, and he shows the people on the left just crossing him. And he's just the same liberal Democrat that he's always been. But they've moved so far left that he's now a Republican. You know, the de- you got it wrong. You got it wrong. The Democrats aren't moving way more left. Our society in general is that way, Mike. Well, that's because of the I'm AI. That's because of the AI and the and the and the way that that the media is pushing. Yeah, exactly. But people repeat what they're around. Exactly. And this is what the uh, uh, the last caller was just talking about AI and shit. It's not even it's not even AI. It's it's it, it, whatever people see as being a normal thing to do, they'll do like like. If I it, never got into drugs, but if I was in Vegas and I lived there on the strip long enough, I'd end up doing cocaine. Well, that's what happened. You know what that's what happened to me. I didn't do any drugs till I was exactly. thirty-one. Exactly. You know? But and if you you're you're right, like, like if you're around something long enough and people are telling you this is the way it should be or do this, do this, do this, people yeah. aren't. I mean, people aren't. There aren't really that many gay people out here. No, it's the fact that what happens is, it, or trans or all this other bullshit, yeah. is that. What happens is, is they start striking out with their own sex, getting drunk, and then exactly. watching the I've told people that. Again. I've told people that. Yep. It's I very know true. a person. I know a person, a relative who, I, this is a crazy story, but I'll get fun. So, that I, my uh, wife's uh, distant relative came into town and goes, can you go up to the bar with him? I go, I don't drink, yeah. but I'll bring him around to a couple of spots. He literally, I don't know if I should say this online. He literally went out and started, got very drunk, bigger guy, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, doesn't get any women, got nothing going on in his life, yeah. probably 25, overweight. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. You know, I bring, whatever, don't matter. Starts literally groping women, grabbing women uh, between their, I got, dude, I got to get out, dude, you got to get out of here, but he's super, way bigger than me, drunk as shit, you know? Right. So. He goes out just trying to basically molest women in these clubs and bars. I'm like, dude, I tell my wife, she goes, oh, I don't believe. Three months later, he's he's <laughs> sex changed. He's been doing that for three years. Yeah. And now he's doing that. No, I'm it, like, I get it. Bullshit. He was striking out. No, it makes sense when you're nobody wants to be alone. And when you see all this, that's why people. This is another thing where I agree with a lot of people on the right is, you know, you've got to stop the poison being pushed to the kids you got to stop the poison on the internet like like 
Like now, Elon Musk has happened. been. You watch social yeah, media. Elon Musk has been and, and has been it. has been shown all the pornography that's been put that's on Twitter. It's been allowed on Twitter. The child pornography, the regular pornography. You know, think about when we were growing up, right? NC seventeen. You, I remember we used to have to sneak in the NC seventeen rated shows, right? Or get go with a parent, yeah. right? Now on the internet, you. You got 10, 11, 9, 10, 11, 12 year old kids just could turn on any porn they want. And that's that's really bad. Like, I really believe that well, no the, shit. I really believe the Internet every to join the Internet. You have to have an ID. You should be to 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 log on to everything. Your ID needs to be in the system. You cannot log on any device or into any type of of thing that's under. You're not that's for under an that for over 18 people like now you can just say are you over 18 click a box and you're in no there's there needs to be there needs to be identification whether it's retinal id or to to your device where your eyes scan in or your device can't go on but there this is unsustainable that the what the what what our kids are being exposed to in this day and age mike it's bigger than that because the college right down where i live here People, the moral, the morals of the the left is not doing anything wrong. They're just appealing to people that are already have no morals. Right. That's what they're doing. Right. They're actually like like a college campus. Realistically, you're getting a degree in alcohol, drug abuse, and sex. That's it. Most people are spending way more. Or gender time studies. Doing that. Don't forget gender studies. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. Like, like it's not, it, it's not. Like Instagram, if you actually study who's successful on it, mm-hmm. it's women with no clothes and and basically guys jacked to the ceiling on steroids. That's and, and you ask what yourself, what, when COVID came, where did all the workers go? Nobody, there's nobody has anybody to work, right? Well, OnlyFans yeah. is, is like the third biggest site in the world now. Well, I guess every man put their, their wife on OnlyFans. Is that what happened? I mean, <laughs> That's, I heard you when you said that. That is, I was laughing. My I mean, off. I mean, think about it. If you're this, this is this sounds crazy, but. If you're like 18 to 25 and you're a good-looking woman, right? Like before, you weren't guaranteed to meet a good husband. Just because you're hot doesn't mean you're going to settle down with a good husband or whatever. Now they just jump on OnlyFans. They, they, they'll put like a mask on themselves, some of them, because they don't want nobody to know, or they don't. Yeah. And they're making, they make like, I don't know, the real hot ones, they make like 100000 a month. And then, then they they were, do that. I for, had this happen to me. I Mike, they do I this for two years and they're set for life. I mean, what kind of no, society no, is girls, are we living in? Think, girls I meet on a beach, straight ten, hanging out, having their. I yeah. find out she's on the. I got I, I got to go to the next. I got to go to the next oh, caller. Oh, it sounds good. Good talking to you, man. All right, hey, thanks a lot, my man. Thanks. Yeah, thanks, bye. All right, uh, we're gonna take one more caller, and then I'm gonna make a decision who I'm gonna give one percent to. Uh, I've actually never spent a quarter on OnlyFans, to be honest with you. Um, I have uh, people that I used to follow, uh, a couple of porn stars I used to follow and stuff, but uh, and then they used to send me OnlyFans. I've never gone to an OnlyFans page, so I don't know. Uh, welcome to uh, Mouthpieces, Mike. Oh, Mike, uh, how are you doing? It's Daniel from Mexico. Hey, buddy, how, how are, are you, man? You? One of my good friends. How's it going? Congrats down? on your. Congrats on your hundredth show. You're doing a really good show today. Yeah, this we got a lot of energy. We got a lot of poker talk. We got we had a guest. Ite was on. She's talking about her win yesterday. Uh, 
talking about politics. We're talking about OnlyFans. We're talking about porn stars. We're talking about Kanye. Fuck, we're talking about NFL. Fuck, we got it all well, going today. You, you, you've had an awesome show. We forgot about Man of the Year. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Elon Musk, Man of the Year last year. No, 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 the Man of the Year is Zelensky. Oh, I, oh, really? They made Zelensky that fucking political hack, Man of the Year? How, how can that possibly be? Because it's all politically driven. See, the real world doesn't know how, you, how corrupt Ukraine is. Ukraine is the most, third most corrupt country in the world, right? Trump had all the goods on Biden. That's why they impeached him over the phone call, okay? He had all the goods on Biden. And now Biden, once Biden's president, now all the corruption and all they can siphon all their bills. How about SBX? All the millions that they were siphoning through, through Ukraine with hit other people's money with SBX and FTX, I mean. This is like so big and people don't even understand. Unless you follow it like I do in the real world religiously, you don't know what's going on. Okay, F- FTX was a fucking uh, 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 was put in to take crypto out. Okay, this was all done on purpose. Okay, this way now they could sit there. Now the big jump for Bitcoin is not so big. Now they could say, "Oh, it needs regulation." This is all a fucking done on purpose, and they were fucking sitting all that money through FTX to Ukraine, siphoning it, man. Zelensky, what a fucking what a fucking loser this guy is. But people listen, when you're told when you're told, when the media tells you that Ukraine was an unprovoked attack by a madman in Russia, that's what they want you to believe. Except if you follow it since twenty oh eight and twenty fourteen when he annexed Crimea and what he told the West what was going to happen if they kept pushing for Ukraine to be in NATO, well, then we end up with the war that we have. See, well, you, people, you, have, people, you have to feel sorry for the people. For, I lived in I lived in Kiev for yeah, nine you must months. Yeah. Oh, I feel terrible for the people. They're terrible. No, they're, they're getting screwed over like no 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 people on the planet. Yeah. Um, and Zelensky's man of the year. He's probably going to get a Nobel Peace. Uh, prize coming up next. Yeah. Meanwhile, and he's the president meanwhile, of a country that's at war, but he's on every talk show and every fucking political show, and he's on the uh, magazine covers, like doing photo shoots with his wife. Like, uh, I guess the war's not that important, is it? Because it's all for optics. Everything's no, no. optics, man. It's all optics. Oh, totally insane. A hundred thousand of. And this, and this is pretty pretty well a good figure. A hundred thousand of his troops are dead. Right, least. And not to mention how many are wounded, psychologically damaged for the rest of their lives. It's unbelievable. And how about they how they attacked Elon when all he came up with was an idea for peace? Right. He's trying to broker peace because oh. he doesn't want World War Three. Okay. I believe yeah, I mean, this. I have ne- I never knew much about Elon Musk. Okay, Phil Helmuth would talk about him all the time, and he introduced people to him because they're friends. And um, Daniel used to talk about him all the time with Tesla. Daniel has two Teslas, whatever. And I don't, I didn't really know, you know, whatever. I knew about the SpaceX thing. Uh, I knew well, about Tesla, but and I only found that out in the last couple of years. But then I got to realizing 
Um, and this is, pro- I don't know if I realized it when he started coming out uh, and getting red-pilled a little bit, uh, but he, when he said, we must protect free speech at all costs, the man spent $44 billion to protect free speech, and the left hates him for it. I don't understand a Democrat that is against, that would in any way be against Elon Musk for saying, hey, we can't censor one side of the debate even if you disagree with it, right? Like, I don't want anybody being censored. If I, There's a million things on the, on the left that I completely think is insane and I disagree, but I want you to call into my show and talk to me about it. See what I'm saying? The left mm-hmm. wants your side to no, no debate about it. You're wrong. We want you censored. And that, as an American citizen, to even be that brainwashed, that comes from being brought up. That's lower education. That's being brought up through, through middle school, junior high, high school, and college. That, that speech is bad. And we, well, How else can they be thinking started, like this? How could 69%— how could yeah? But the left was oh, the pro free the the left was always the pro free speech party even in the seventies eighties nineties. Why all of a sudden is the left anti free speech and and and, and pro pro censorship? You see what I'm saying? It's got to be in yeah, the education. Yeah. Like smart people on the left, like people I know, like even my friend John who just called. I mean, he's, a, he's my age. He's a Democrat. I mean, he doesn't want anybody's speech being censored, you know, even and he hates Trump's guts, you know. Um, you know, but people like, like watching Brandon Wong in chat, he's like, I hate Elon Musk. Why? Because MSNBC tells you he's bad because he wants free speech. I mean, here's a guy. Did you see the... the um, the uh, a CEO of Netflix, and you know how far left Netflix has gone, right? Um, mm-hmm. And they wanted they wanted um, uh, uh, the comedian, uh, what's his name, removed, uh, Chappelle. And he said, nope, Chappelle will not be removed. If you don't like it, get another job, right? Well, he saw their stock pummel 40% Netflix, right? Because they were gone way too woke and way too left, right? Well, the CEO come out. I don't know if you saw it. Go look it up. The CEO, CEO of Netflix talking about uh, Elon Musk. This was like a week ago. And he says, I am a big Elon Musk fan. I am pro-free speech. Everything Elon Musk turns to, it turns to gold. He wants to better the planet when it comes to electric cars. He wants, When it comes to going to Mars. When it comes to putting out Starlink to the whole planet. He wants to help the world. And when Elon Musk says free speech, the the world ends if we don't have free speech, and it's a and we must have it at all costs. He he stuck behind Elon Musk. The only people that are abandoning Elon Musk are the leftist the the the, the left cable net channels and the and the people because the because he came out uh, for in a pro Republican stance. Well. All he wants is the crazy wokeness to go away. Like when he tweeted out, oh, look what I found. He found that whole closet of woke, stay woke T-shirts. You know what I'm saying? Like woke, even Obama comes out and says wokeness is the the death of the Democrat Party. See what I'm saying? He knows this. Obama knows this. Fucking Daniel knows this. And Daniel's as far left as can be. 
Elon Musk comes from a background which is not good. He's on the fence on a few things. Alex Jones came out a few days ago and said, Elon, up your security. He's right. He better up his security because they will take they will take him out at all costs. The Democrats can only win with censorship in 2022 or 2024 because they have no ideas. Ask yourself what I say this every day and anybody could call in my show and they get a thousand dollars from me if they can name one policy. The Democrats have pushed forward in the last six years that have helped the working class American people. And nobody well, can ever come up with one policy. Yeah, but you, you know, Mike. You know what? Well, somebody, the closest thing they came up with was, well, they came out with making Juneteenth a holiday. I said, Juneteenth? Oh, that's just I go, that's, a, that's, that's fake. <laughs> yeah. But even Donald Trump reduced uh, food stamps. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you you don't know you don't know what's going on. Did you hear the story in New Zealand? But this is I did. Are, in a nutshell. Oh my god, you're going to talk about the the guy I know you're you're going to talk about the the, the woman kid, the woman who had her, her kid four, taken from her, right? Th- yeah, three or four year old unbelievable story. Kid, Listen to this uh, story everybody. If you haven't heard it. What? Go ahead, tell everybody. The, I, the, I know what you're talking about. The little 3 or 4 year old kid has wonderful parents. The, uh, they they're farmers in New Zealand, mm-hmm. and he needs emergency surgery. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're 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 non-vaxxed people, and they made it arrangements with friends and family to come in for transplant, uh, you know, for the blood right. for the operation to come from unvaxxed people. Mm-hmm. The hospital has said no, you can't do that, and now they have seized the child, and they're going to do the operation with tainted uh, blood, and. The little kid can't. It's unbelievable he's story. only only three or four years, months old. I know. I saw the story. It's and unbelievable. They've taken him from his parents. They've taken him from his, stole him, kidnapped him from his parents. They, in a if there's any courts of law left in New Zealand, they're going to pay heavily for that. I know. It's unbelievable that story. Like it's now been proven that that people under the age of twenty five are more likely to die by taking the vax than non-taking the oh. vax. It's been proven. The data is out. The data is out. It's all over out. the place. Okay? It's everywhere. Everything that I said it's was everywhere. conspiracy ends up being true. Okay? But, yeah. And so, yeah, that story, yeah. I saw that yesterday. It's heartbreaking. It's okay. Heartbreaking. How about the guy, the guy, he, he, he um, has a florist business, and he sends Danny. flowers uh, to, the, uh, to, to the, you know, where people die. And the, all my business is up nine, tenfold. Right. People are dying all over the planet every day. They're shoving it in your face. They don't. I haven't seen. I haven't seen the movie stuff. Died Suddenly yet. Have you seen it yet? No, I haven't. I, haven't. Uh, I mean, I've heard so many people talk about it, and I do well, know. I do know. In twenty twenty one, there was two hundred and forty nine athletes under the age of twenty five that dropped dead right after taking the vax. Um, it's it's sure. real. Um, uh, well, so many... you, even if you talked about this a few months ago, you'd get banned. Well, I mean, I, I might have this show censored. I might have it taken down for a week. Who knows? But, like, if, if you, you can now openly talk about it on Twitter, which is good, yeah. um, uh, the fact but, that but, it's unbelievable. How many people do you hear come out and say, I'm proudly unvaxxed? 
People are afraid even to admit that they're that they're they're against the 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 stupid mRNA stuff. Listen, We're, I took the, be a hundred and eighty degree. I said it before. I took where, the first and second shot. I still, when I lift my arm like this, I have pain in my shoulder. I have what's called Serva. Anybody who listens to the show could look it up. It's called Shoulder Injury Related Vaccine Administration, and um, and uh, I've had COVID three times. So it's just. Um, I'm not getting. Uh, uh, look, look at the one. The, the head of the CDC got, had five boosters. She got COVID. What, what, tell me why you need to get a vaccine that does nothing. Okay, it does nothing. Well, it's all been a lie. Was, it's it, all been a scam. Even Trumpo was in on it. You know, pushing it because they get the vaccine. These fucking all these well, big vaccine, big pharma. Put money in Trumpo's pocket, just like they put money in fucking Biden's pocket, just like the, everybody that pushed. You're, people don't realize, do you remember right before the election, you had Kamala Harris? I ain't taking no vax that Trump's pushing. Remember that? Oh, All the Democrats no were anti-vax no because limit. Trump was pushing it? Yeah, like Trump has anything to do with big pharmas pushing out the vaccine. And as soon as they got in power, if you didn't fucking take the vax, they had, how about the guy that the, with the Coastal Service that saved those people's lives? He, he was forced to off the to be a coast guard because he doesn't, he refused to get vaxxed. Well, now they just changing the law. House is making them now that, that military doesn't have to be vaxxed starting, I think next week or something. I mean, it's insane. How about Stephen, how about Stephen Colbert doing the joke? Two guys come in with heart conditions to the hospital. One is vaxxed. One is unvaxxed. Oh, the unvaxxed, you can go over, you can, you can go over there and die. Right? Yeah. And we'll look after this this guy. I remember I mean, that. that's not funny. That's not very funny. Yeah. I mean, holy, that's how how polluted this whole thing Listen, got. Listen, the, the vaccine. I was killing my grandmother because I didn't get vaccinated. Right. Listen, the vaccine overall is safe. I'm not, I, I don't want to say it's not because it, it overall it is. Okay. But if you are in, if you are under the age of 30, and you're not overweight, and you have no underlying conditions, you are way more at risk of dying taking the vax than you are of not taking the vax. That's just facts, okay? But, yeah. I, but listen, if, if I, I also believe if you're over the age of 50 and you have any underlying conditions, I believe you're better off taking the vax than not taking the vax. And that's just my opinion. That, that doesn't, I'm not anti-vax. I took the vax, you know what I'm saying? But I, I, I'm not going to take more booster after more booster when I realize it doesn't do anything for you, you know? But, but you know, it's just Well, I, the, the actuarial evidence from the life insurance all around the world indicates that deaths in, in uh, like, 16-year-olds to, you, to 60-year-olds, somewhere in that in, in, in the prime of your life is up by 40% in one year. Yeah. If, if it was up by 10%, it, be, it would be a sigma event well, of all you, one Exactly. Well, if you look at the last one two years, years. Yes. Look at the last 40%. Look at the one, last two years of, 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 of non-COVID deaths. Okay. And anybody who's listening to Shoke, look this up. It's up 40% than oh, the last two years than any other year in the last 20. Well, where the fuck do yeah, you think they came from? It's not a coincidence. No shit. It's not a coincidence. I agree. I agree. You know, but Big Pharma got rich and uh, they're going to continue to get rich. So, um, well, and and meanwhile, and our our politicians on both sides of the aisle are in the pocket of Big Pharma. Right now, if you remember Trump, oh, the vaccine, the greatest creation of our lifetime. It was because of me. I pushed it. Blah, 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 blah. Right. 
And then the, the, the Democrats, same thing, blah, 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 blah. But now, see, Trump, you don't hear Trump talking about the vaccine anymore because he knows that his base are well, caught Trump, up. Well, Trump it. was put in his place. He sure was. Trump was put in his place. He At sure the was. very beginning, he was, he was saying, China, you owe us money for reparations for what you did. Right. He still is. And he still believes they, that. They wouldn't let him talk about that anymore. Exactly. Because Why? everyone is pro. Why did pro- that happen? They're all. Because listen. the Americans are the one that unleashed this thing. They invented it and they unleashed it. it probably. Wouldn't doubt it. 100%. It was either. They had patents listen, on all of this stuff. Listen. 10 years ago before this even started. I it's all told, patented. I'm not going to. I've said it before. I said it again. The vaccine was released for on the world for one reason and one reason only. What, what have I always heard? Thank you. And if you yep. take out six million people, you take out six million people. Okay, people, look at your history: Mussolini, ten million; fucking Stalin, ten million; Hitler, twenty million. Okay, you think they give a shit about six million people if they could stop somebody from 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 that's stopping them from your agenda? That's it. Okay, yeah. and, and and that's why. And meanwhile, and that, meanwhile, the Russians have 550,000 troops amassing all around uh, Ukraine. They're in the south, they're in Belarus in the north, they're getting ready to do some offensive this winter with 1,500 tanks. Listen, the Russians, the the Russians are, are, the Russians are not even a threat, okay? They're, they're a small economy, they're, they're nothing, okay? The big, the threats of this country, and now you have to also look at what's going on. Like there's a worldwide Adderall shortage. There's a worldwide uh, shortage on antibiotics. It's because they've closed all the factories in China because they've got them all locked up with zero COVID, and and there's no way, and and because we're all dependent on China, which is tr- one thing you say about Trump. He's been saying since before he was fucking running for president. We must get ability to make medication. In the U.S., we cannot be dependent on China. We must not, you know. But all the, the, all the politicians get rich with money under the table with China, and that's just what's going on. And it's uh, listen, Trump was right about a lot of things. He was just the wrong vessel. You know what I'm saying? But the policies. But don't, you, were, you don't think you, know, you don't think that we need Trump to come back in 2024? I think we need him back because. He knows what's going on in the Hill. I think he's he's, he's battle-tested. Okay, here's what I think, okay? I think he's a fucking idiot, okay? I think his policies, we need his policies or someone who fought for his policies or someone who fought. I just feel like DeSantis is Trump without the baggage. I just, I can't. Yeah, but Mike, Mike. Bear, bear with me. DeSantis yeah. will get eaten alive by who in Washington? Eaten alive? Yeah, I don't. Th- I think he's pretty strong. He's, bro. he's too nice of a guy. He believes too me, nice of a guy. He told breakfast? he told fucking Disney go fuck yourself with your woke bullshit. And he took away their tax credit. They fired the CEO last week, and they went back to the other CEO because the the the, the one they had was so fucking woke, right? You ever you hear the saying wait, "Go woke, go broke"? You know, wait, Fuck, that's wait, it. Netflix until, lost forty percent. Disney stock went down forty percent. You can't alienate half the country. That's the bottom listen, line. Listen, listen. I like DeSantis. Mm-hmm. I like him. He's everything that he does is first class. 
But his his time will come a little bit later. You need well, yes, you need to get the I, real listen, president back in. I agree. Trump won the second election. We, I agree. I mean, it's it's proven now. They, listen, it's proven yeah. just for what Twitter did. They stole the election because because listen, he only lost the election by forty two thousand total votes in those three states. You flip twenty one thousand votes. Trump's the president. And if you think all the suppression that has just come out wouldn't have flipped, I mean. But but what? But I haven't been saying. People have been saying like when he starts talking about oh voter fraud blah blah blah. What have I always said? No no not I'm not for the voter fraud. It was taken no, you're, you're right. digitally. But I've it, always said this was, digitally. Yeah. I've said it since the beginning. Digitally, the suppression of the right wing and conservative voices oh. to to amplify the left wing voices to to take the election. I've I'm, always said a that. major part of it. But all of the media, all of the media, look mm-hmm. at. Look at CNN and Fox and all of them. They're all, they're they're all, all in it. on it together. Fox is the yeah. worst. Man. The ballot stuffing and, you know, Listen, all, this, all this. If if the Republicans are to ever win another election, they better stop worrying about Election Day turnout and start worrying about ballot harvesting and early voting. Because the, the Democrats passed all those bills for COVID to get all that mail-in ballot. Who even uses mail? I go to my mailbox once every four months. I don't who, I don't, who no, uses no. mail. The only people, the, yeah. the only thing they use mail for is for elections. Think about that. Give me a for break. stealing elections. For stealing elections, exactly. Yeah, I agree with you, my man. No. Listen, yeah, but Mike, Mike, if the Republicans don't win the the presidency in twenty twenty four, heaven help us. It doesn't matter. It's over, anyways. Well, yeah, I know it. It may be, but if there's any chance at all, it, it can't be a Democrat. Yeah, I agree. It just can't be. They're, you know, they're saying Biden's going to run. There's no way Biden's running, dude. It's impossible. But then again, they got Fetterman in there, and he's brain dead. They fucking got Biden in there who campaigned from his basement brain dead. I mean, Weekend at Bernie's, Biden. too. We could have Weekend at Bernie's, too. Weekend at Biden's, too, we'll call it. Biden is, Biden is looking very strong recently. Yeah, really strong recently. He's, he's got his gaffes down to, like, two or three a day. Well, he talk, and he got and he got Botox and uh, and uh, yeah, I mean he's looking strong. Did you see him looking through the window at those little girls? Yeah. What a creep the guy is! Yeah, he's something else. He's a total creep. He's something else. All right, my man. I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Thanks for the call. Yeah, nice talking to you, Mike. Yeah, as always. Later. Yeah, you know it's funny. You know, like Brandon will say, "Well, Trump voted by mail." Okay, go look at the vote by mail laws in in Florida. That's why Florida was won by 20 points by the GOP because they they put the uh, um, the absentee ballot um, laws in and certain laws in about voting by mail and, and ballot harvesting laws where the other other states don't have those. Well, enough politics. What else do you want to talk about? We've talked about a lot today. Yes, I'm holding the line open for Mike Mattisau. What's up, my man? Welcome to the show. Oh, my gosh, Mike. I can't believe I got through. What are you I'm doing, man? I'm very, very excited. I've been running through my head, but I'm sorry. I got home from uh, from working and kind of uh, took a big bowl to the face. But I've been trying to think about what kind of questions I want to I want to ask you. What sure. do you think, me and a Dodgers fan? What do you think about Trey Turner being uh, Where do you, not paying Trey Turner? Does that upset I, I knew, you? I, I knew they weren't going to pay Trey Turner. They already said they weren't going to. I thought it was a mistake. Oh, okay. See, I, I missed that. I just I didn't understand. What yeah, where where did he money. end up signing with? Uh, the Mets? No, he went to the no, Net- American. The, the Phillies. Phillies, that's right. Yeah, he said. The Phillies. He said all along he wanted to be a Philly, and so that's why 
Uh, that's why they said they weren't they weren't going to sign him because he had already told them he wanted to be a Philly. So gotcha. Now, as a Dodger yeah, I fan, I don't know what we're going to do. The bottom end of the order is horrible. Um, I mean, I want to sign uh, the guy that was on the Astros. I want Correa. Uh, they won't. I, off, I mean, this is stupid. Dodger management doesn't want Correa because he led the charge <laughs> of the fucking cheating scandal in 2017, right? Oh, oh yeah. Listen, yeah, yeah, yeah. get the shut the fuck up and fucking suck it up and sign Correa. He's a must sign. Okay, listen, people are enemies all the time, and then they play with each other. Look at Russell Westbrook and Pat Bev hated each other's guts. Now they're teammates and best friends. It's not who gives a fuck. Okay, you sign Correa. The Dodgers have to sign Correa. And if they don't, uh, this is going to be a biggest mistake they ever made because you you, you already have a shitty bottom of the order. uh, And it cost us in the playoffs last year. Um, All right, listen, you you, got to sign Correa. I don't Who else is out left to sign? I really don't know. I'll tell you what, Mike, I'm, I'm a big fan, and, I, and I, I'm almost embarrassed. I only found your podcast about a year ago, and I started from episode one. I think I'm on, like, episode, like, 35. Oh, thanks, so my man. So don't spoil anything while we're watching this one. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. But I, yeah. Yeah, I've listened to just about every minute, though, and I'll keep going in, uh, until I catch up. Yeah. Oh, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you so much. It means a lot to me. But yeah, us Dodgers, we got to do something, man. Uh, I don't know. We got to sign somebody. We got to sign a couple hitters. We need somebody at the bottom end of the order, and somebody to replace Trey Turner. And if we don't do that, uh, we're going to win 106 games again, and we're going to be out in the first round again. You uh, you take it on Phil for high stakes duel four. Uh, I'm just a little upset about how it worked out. Um, I am. Um, Listen, I had some inside information. I knew Phil was going to be in trouble in this match. Um, I don't want to tell you why, but because uh, nobody's business. But I, I was very worried, and um, and uh, you know, my my all my worries came to fruition. And I talked to Phil about it, and I explained to him why I was worried and what was what, and we talked about it, and um, you know, it's so. Listen, this is good for Phil. It's a little bit humbling. Uh, I everything bad has happened recently. A lot of bad things with Phil, and this is good. He needs to get humbled because you know, just like I had. We're talking just straight. We're talking just straight poker, right? Like not something like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just like I've had. I I didn't know where that was going. I've had had a bad week too, and um, and I needed a little bit of humbling. And uh, uh, going into the. Main event on Monday, uh, humbling is good. You're so. too good. Phil Helm, you're too good. Anyways, so, uh, yeah, uh, it's, uh, everything happens for a reason, and uh, I'm looking forward to the main event here on uh, on Monday. So, that's it. But uh, Yeah, man, big fan. Look forward to, uh, to listening right. uh, to the rest of your episodes. All right, thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. Thanks, buddy. All right. Well, we've been at this for three hours, one of our longest podcasts. We've talked about a lot of things. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to give, 
you know, I, I was kind of listening to a lot of great callers. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, give my 1% to that person that called in and been listening to all my episodes. What was it, Jimmy? Is that was his name? No, the first, second one who called. The guy we talked to, I told him to get his number. We have all our numbers, but... Yeah. I think I know who you're talking about. And we're going to give 1% to him. I mean, he said he's been listening to me since the very beginning. We had a lot to talk about. He had a really good... Uh, he was very energetic. I'm going to give 1% to him. And, um, and I'm also going to give 1% to my friend... Uh, John Garza, if I finish in the top three. So you get a free roll, John, if I finish in the top three. 1%, you've been with me since the beginning. You've gone through a lot. I know what you've been through with your, you know, with your leg getting amputated. Uh, you know, we disagree on everything politically, but we're good friends and you're a good man. And I know you've been through a lot. So if I finish top three, I'm going to give you 1%. And, uh, I'm going to give 1% to the gentleman who was our second caller. Is he right before Garza? Uh, no, I forgot. Um, I could have sworn it was, he said his name was Jimmy. Uh, uh, it is. It was Jimmy, right, you guys? Are you guys listening to? I'm pretty sure it was Jimmy. He told me I listened to all of his, uh, all, 100, all my 100 episodes. So um, we're going to give uh, him a 1%. Uh, if uh, can you could uh, the person I'm talking about uh, text into the show and uh, with your the number uh, that we talked about, and I'll give you that one percent. I, I told you to. I, I asked for his name again. I'm sure he said it was Jimmy. Right, we can go back and we can go back and look. And and so uh, you know I'm gonna give him one uh, percent because he's listened to all hundred shows and he had a lot of good things to talk about today. Um, I'm give John one percent. He's been with me from the beginning. If I finish top three, so um, and fuck it, man. If I win it, I might fucking throw everybody else who called in today. Maybe I'll throw them like five thousand each or something. Who the fuck knows? If I win it, everything's up in the open, boys. If I pick up like two million, there's gonna be a lot of people who listen to my show. Pick up a. Be getting some Venmos. Got it? I appreciate you all. Thanks for listening to the Mouthpiece, episode 100. Thanks for Ite for checking in. Good interview, and congratulations for her winning 100,000 at the eight game mix yesterday. We'll see you all next week on the Mouthpiece. I might not be here. Hopefully, I'll still be in. It'll be day, I don't know, three or four. Let's hope we're in there. Thanks a lot. Have a great weekend. Pick of the week, Detroit Lions. We'll see what happens. God bless. Have a good weekend. The Mouthpiece.